2: I mean, this is a sport that's on the precipice of irrelevance.
0: The games are taking over three and a half hours. Playoff games are taking over four hours. Games too long, too slow. Who cares?
4: This is a situation where baseball is in
5: trouble to begin with.
3: The MLB is officially dead.
2: Baseball is dead. Rest in peace. It's the uh, Thanksgiving episode of baseball is dead and uh, if you were on Twitter on Wednesday which is my favorite day of the year it's Thanksgiving Eve it's the day that I go to Kowloon some my ties with the boys
0: that sounds good
2: it's going to be a great time Dallas is doing work on that banana right now
0: <laughs> well, gobbled up son don't yeah. even need a hairband
2: he's got a head start on Thanksgiving he's just doing absolute <laughs> throat gauntlet <laughs> on that banana shout but, out Kowloon. Uh, i wore the sweatshirt yesterday i did too i wore the sweatshirt yesterday, yesterday. that's my uh, that's my flight
0: hoodie joe um, if you're not familiar um Kowloon not, is this uh is this fantastic establishment it's the mecca in, of um,
2: chinese cuisine and it just yeah. so happens to be in sagas massachusetts
0: i was gonna say it's placed like right in the rectum of the nation but mm-hmm. that aside the food is definitely food and the atmosphere. It's the best food. Great. You walk into that place. I'm sure you're gonna be you're gonna be drawn towards uh, the five by seven of myself standing there. They took it down um,
2: immediately after. Right next, three years. Right next to Andy. They they put it up there for a day and then they took it down. They're like, oh, Dallas is coming. we we'll, we feel bad. We'll put something up there and then they took oh. it
0: down after. So if you stop by, um, sit down. Well, you're, you're, Andy's not gonna sit down. He doesn't sit and eat with people he doesn't do that i mean him and i sat down and had lunch together. but like for most people he just doesn't he do felt that bad
2: because no one else would sit down
0: um so himself. yeah stop by snag a snag a pick by the five by seven tell andy i said what's up yeah That's
4: andy gone. love it Love andy.
5: i love it
4: <laughs> i'm
2: good uh, but I, I tweeted something out before the show today and i, I said i had some some news i want to share what, which, do you, what do you want to share I, th- I think that you'll be very happy to hear this, Dallas, because I All was right. very happy to hear it as well.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Without getting into the ins and outs and too many details of, of the sort, the it's deep. Thanksgiving. It's a time to be thankful, Dallas, right? Thank, Thankful. Grateful. Yes. Thankful. Grateful. <laughs> appreciative. Uh, appreciative, for sure. I think that we have to be thankful to the listeners of this podcast because I... During the whole season, I was like, I don't want to know what the numbers are. Let's just go. Let's just head down. It's our first season. We're on our own. We're doing our thing, whatever. We got the numbers,
0: Dallas. Okay. Refer to the numbers. Explain the numbers. You know I'm not a numbers guy. So I'll just put it to you like this. We basically
2: retained 90% of our listening audience from the old podcast onto this one.
0: Because they're well, first of all, those are smart individuals,. Jerry. Very like, smart. I, I'm, I'm not surprised at all that being surprised would almost be a knock to our fan base, and that's just not. The right. case. I know I know these motherfuckers.
2: Sure, but here's here's the thing. We did this whole first season. I think the only guest that we had on the show was Joe West. <laughs> so we did the whole first season without any guests besides Joe West. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really have like a ton of promotion like we had uh we had like the graphic but I'm talking like the videos and everything. Like we didn't have the promotional assets that we had before. We just had us. We had us doing the show, us tweeting it out, us putting it on Instagram and with year 1 being able to retain a, roughly 90% of the listenership that you had on the old show, that's fucking crazy. So yeah. a big well, thank
0: not, you to all the listeners who 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 fucking rolled with us. No, that that is uh, that's a great point. Yes, a huge thank you, and and also since we're since we're handing out flowers, uh, mm-hmm. oh look who's back! Look who's back! That's the <laughs> soundboard. Welcome back!
2: Mm-hmm. No, uh, the, that that's those are the fans. Those are the
0: fans. Oh, okay. So you you just had so you're doing the show with your window open, and they're outside. They're outside. Their the, shit, right now they love it. Beautiful. All right, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, thanks for showing up. Thanks for. Show- mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll take the time right now and say, um it is not on our own accord here, Jared, because we have two incredible additions to this ship here. One mm-hmm. Joseph, one Jake's. And yep. w- without 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 the two, <laughs> without the fucking the double J squad, uh yeah, this ship doesn't head in the direction that it is. So yeah. I would like to think. Joey for coming on. You had no fucking idea what you were getting into. You're crushing it on we the We still don't.
2: Every day, every episode, we still don't no, really yeah. know what we're getting we into. Have no idea. We Joe. never know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Jake, Jake <laughs> spends all his time looking up fucking coriander recipes and fucking moon movement. So mm-hmm. for for it all to kind of come together and turn out the way it has, uh again, I'm not gonna say I'm surprised because I'm not, because One One thing I told you, Jared, years ago was, could you imagine what things would be like if we had the opportunity to work for ourselves? And when I say work for ourselves, I don't mean independent of where we were, but I mean people working for us instead of actively working against what we were trying to do. And that's all it takes That's all. That's why when you hear people, players talk about a change of scenery, maybe a change of scene is because sometimes you, you get into a spot where, you know, not everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction. Sometimes there's people on the other end of the rope trying to pull it back in their direction. And it doesn't make a lot of sense, but you find yourself in a situation where growth is welcome. Growth is allowed. Growth is promoted. And so it's not Lost on me that we have had some of the most dedicated listeners. I call them a fan base. They're fa- they're fans of baseball. I'm not I don't necessarily want to call them fans of fans of all of ours, but they're they're fans of the game. They're fans of the way that we try to talk about the game. And I appreciate every fucking bit of that, man. Every bit of that yeah. because the fans have <laughs> been able to to wade through and sift through some of the BS and and still ride with us. And that doesn't happen without uh, without a lot of hard work from folks behind the scenes who make that shit happen. And those
4: folks. Jake, Joey, much appreciated. It's me, baby. Behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. Doing all of it. I made the logo. Yeah. Also, uh, I,
2: when you say you weren't surprised, I, I, I was surprised because, I mean, we didn't have any guests. So all that did was really get me excited for next year because... I, We can do that. I just felt like that in, in the first season of the podcast, you know, we added Joey. It was like, let's, let's get the, uh, the chemistry rolling here. Let's get into a groove. You know, we're new at DraftKings and let's, let's, you know, let's, let's change it up a little bit. Cause it's not the same format that existed with starting nine. Like it's just, it's different. Like it's, it's less, uh, it's more conversational, it's more fluid. Um, and I think that like Joey was a great addition and, you know, he's been, the 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 comedic relief that we've needed at times, he brings a different perspective. Uh, it, so yeah, I, I think it's a it's a, it's been a great mix, and it just makes me excited for next year, knowing that um, we are a lot further along in the I guess timeline of where I think this show can go. We're a lot closer to the goal than I thought we would have been after the first season, which is great.
0: Yep. Well, I think and and like I'm, I'm look. If you're not your own favorite flavor, you're licking the wrong fucking ice cream cone. I've said that for quite a while. So yeah. I I could sit here and taste us all damn day. Don't know that we need to, but I do want to make sure that our our listeners, that everybody has understood that there is, there's a ton that goes on to trying to make sure we're heading in the right direction, make sure things are fresh, new, and still the same all at the same time if if that makes any sense so um, thanks for hanging in there thanks for bearing with us thanks for all the feedback as well because we have we have bounced around we've done three hours we've done four hours we've done 45 minutes we've done an hour and a half everywhere in between so as we settle in it takes folks to be able to ride with us and that's you all and that is much much appreciated does not go unnoticed at all
2: yeah <clears throat> Jake Jake came up with a with a manifesto for, for next year so that got me even more excited about uh, what we're going to be doing in 2023. Uh, we'll definitely be integrating more guests next year. Um, there may even be more episodes a week next year. So it's going to be exciting. I'm excited These for the future, future. Yeah, I've had, a, I've
0: had a ton of fun being a recurring guest. A ton. Yeah. Just a ton of fun.
2: Just get Dallas on the phone. Fire it up. We need that perspective. Bring him in uh let's uh let's start here let's start here because there there's a few different things like it it may seem like there there's not a ton to talk about because nothing major has happened but a little things here and there have happened how about the los angeles angels of anaheim formerly of california being the most aggressive team so far this offseason i know we're still in November. That's going to change. I don't expect to get to the finish line and be raising the hand of the Angels as the most aggressive team of the offseason, but, you know, a couple of weeks and change into the offseason, and
5: the Angels have been the most aggressive. They made the most moves. Well, OK, is this this is coming from a place when
0: you think about the Angels and we've talked about this the last few years, three, four, like and I always go to where the draft was. What, what I do sincerely believe part of that draft when they drafted all pitchers was about stockpiling resources as well as identifying guys that you think might be able to help you in the future. That's just kind of a no-brainer approach to the draft. Uh, but I think it really, really honed in on the Angels because they knew that they were not going to be dealing from a position of strength when it came to resources to try to acquire big league ready talent and impactful big league ready talent so what do you do well we we've got holes on the mound we need guys from top to bottom here let's go get some guys that we can use let's go get some guys that we think might be able to serve as chips to bring in the help that we do need i feel and like we I should call max oh just to get a get a little vibe check yeah L- little <laughs> vibe check on the halos yeah i
4: call max right <laughs> now
0: yeah i mean the level of excitement. I'm sorry, the What are the fuck? To
4: oh, denied.
0: So
2: oh. What Angels is suck the uh... again? What's the area code out there? I have no idea. You should know that stuff. You have it. You literally have your area code tattooed
0: on your stomach. You're telling me you don't know yeah. the area code for Anaheim? Uh, l- listen to what you just said. I had to tattoo it on my stomach, Jared, to remember it. I don't know. You want me to know what fucking another area code? Sorry, pal. It's, I think it's like an 808. No, that's fucking Hawaii. 805.
2: I don't know, dude. Either way, Max. Max never answers. He's supposed to be the angels correspondent of this podcast, and he's probably answered. I don't know. <laughs> one out of nine phone call attempts.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, bro. Sorry. I was. You were what, Max? You weren't
2: doing yeah. fucking anything. Well, he has a real job, but you know he's not doing shit at that either. No, nothing. A little today. activity. Especially today. But, Today's
0: the but, most mail it in day of the year. So has is are, are you saying right now, are you telling me that Hunter Renfro isn't a get you over the hump type of acquisition? Hmm.
4: Interesting. Are you uh, gonna say it no, out I didn't loud? Say, that. <laughs>
0: say it out loud. I didn't say that. Say
2: it out loud. You said it before we were that. on air.
0: Say it out loud No, no. I didn't.
2: No, didn't. Giorishella, Hunter Renfro, Tyler Anderson, three year deal. Uh yeah, I mean the Angels are making moves, but at the end of the day. Are you gonna sit here and tell me that, that those three acquisitions are gonna stand? T- oh, Max, comeback?
5: back! Max, comeback. No. back! Max, um, you are on. It. No, you. Didn't, I, I I text him. I said that he
2: blew it. But you call you you call right back. Uh, we're opening the show with Angels Talk. Uh oh. <laughs> no, in a good way. Oh, yeah, see? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <these are laughs> they have like PTSD. You never know.
3: <laughs> uh, I never angel, know
1: that's Angels fandom in a
0: nutshell, right there. We're talking <laughs> oh, about the Angels. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, can I, can, I make, can I make an announcement? Yeah, sir. Sure. After an Angels Talk?
2: Uh, after the Angels Talk? Is, it, it doesn't have to do with the Angels? I'm, it's your announcement. Yeah,
1: no. yeah. Sorry, give me one second. I got to find a quiet spot. Are you at work right uh, now? Thanks. Yeah, man. I have a regular job, too.
2: That's what I just said. I was It's the biggest mail-in day of the year, though. Like, and, and Are you actually working or no? All,
1: all I
0: need
2: to well, know about... How's the,
1: perfect time.
0: how's the air conditioning doing? How, how's the air conditioning <laughs> doing? Do you guys get that figured out?
1: Uh, it, it, Air conditioning, I think it's, it's cold now, so we don't need it. They got rid of them. So, <laughs> we got them in and then we got them out, but we didn't even use them, I think. And it's halftime oh. of the World Cup, so perfect timing. Uh, I'm getting a lot done at work. Um. Yeah. So Angel Stock. We signed Mike Trout, number two, uh, and Gio herself.:
2: Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Hunter Renfro looks exactly like Mike Trout. Now they're gonna be teammates. To- Bro, you
1: haven't even been on Twitter the last 20 minutes?
2: Like it's been all open. Oh my god, no, I didn't I did not see that. I mean I I've seen it in the past, but I did not make that connection. So you just said that right now. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> so actually, like I think that video of that kid trying to get his autograph, I didn't know it was Hunter Renfro. I don't even think that was Trout.
0: Hmm. <laughs> that's gonna be great. That's
1: that gonna is be gonna great. be very confusing. Tr- Trout's like,
0: gonna Trout's gonna run out to the field every day, right behind Hunter Renfro. Hunter's gonna yeah, run out
1: leaving the stadium. Like mm-hmm. Hunter should just sign for Trout. Like he's hey, here you go, kid. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean that's definitely gonna happen. Like when he shows up to spring training, like he's definitely gonna get kids sure. yelling at him, like
0: Mister Trout, Mister Trout. So, so let me yeah, ask you this, Maxie. Sure. Out, out of these, uh, out of these early acquisitions here. Uh, any of them tickle in the two-hole? Any of them?
1: It's kind of hard to, like, you know, it's kind of like just being on, like, a dating app. You get so many matches, and you think one of these is going to work out, and, like, it has, like, numerically has to, and they just haven't in the past. So, like, you got two new matches, basically, and it's like, ah, don't want to get my hopes up again. Uh, I think the Angels are getting applauded. Like, everyone's happy, and, like, all they're doing is just signing Major League guys. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> th- these are just, like, I don't want to say average, but like they're just major leaguers, everyday guys. It's like we're angels are signing major league guys, and everyone's getting like stoked. They're just major league guys.
0: Was there anything? Was there anything at all? Like any sort of like? Hold on, Gio Urshela. Okay, I've seen him play baseball, and I know where he plays baseball defensively most of the time. Um, but we signed a. We had a guy. I mean, you still have him, right? Rendon's still on the team. Um, was yeah. there any, was <laughs> there any, like, are, are you okay with how, y-
5: you know what I'm getting at? Like, is, are
0: you, are you,
1: yeah, with no, that? Rendon, that fi- Rendon's, the, Rendon's the weekend car? Okay. All right. You know, you got the weekend car and then you got the daily driver or show, you know, okay. that'll be the Toyota Corolla and then Rendon's the low Tesla <laughs> that you keep in the garage. Wait, so who's so, going to play? Who's going to play? That's, More. That's, that's, re- that's really expensive. You know?
0: Yeah, that 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 was no, kind of no, where I was sure. going like, you, is, I like
1: for yeah, me, you we'll, get, we'll get Rendon on like on like Otani pillow night, it's Rendon, but then on like a Wednesday against the A's, like you're getting Rochella.
0: Wednesday against the A's. <laughs> okay, noted.
1: Yeah, I'm but if it's Otani bobblehead triple crown uh, MVP, should it be Aaron Judge bobblehead night? Then yeah, you're getting Rendon.
2: How much did you, how much did you bet on Rendon to win MVP this year? Uh, 500 (laughs) Uh,
5: 500,
2: bucks. Wait, 500 to win what
1: though? It was like (laughs) (laughs) seventeen thousand. So I, I was like, I'll be honest. My credential situation with the Angels is like kind of taking a step back or like, I don't really know what's going on there. Just to be honest. Uh, and I think one of the reasons is, like, I think they know that I would have asked Rendon, like, hey, because uh, he had that amazing press conference, like, last year, when they're like, hey, did you finish the year strong? And he's like, yeah, 30 games, uh, didn't even play, it was great, whatever. Like, I, I think they know I would ask them, like, hey, I put 500 on you to win MVP, like, Venmo, PayPal, like, anything you could hook me up with would be great. And I think they don't want that, so.
0: Yeah, no, there's, there's yeah. that's... That's a fair assessment, Max. There's probably a line drawn there, or a line drawn there between you, oh, 100%. interviewing people that you're betting on, talking to them about the personal the bets bet. that you have placed on them. Yeah, there's probably a workaround there. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's, there's, that's like a quite like, Jared. Do they ever tell you shit about that? Like, I, I feel like they like like it, but don't like it. Like,
2: yeah. You know so I, mean? I guess like, when I when I went to do the Mets pregame. They did like a pregame show and it was it was like a betting show because I, DraftKings has a relationship with the Mets. So I went there, but I guess you're if you're going to make picks, you can make picks about any team but the Mets because the players didn't like looking up and seeing like, oh, uh got it. <laughs> like Brandon Nemo, take the over on two and a half strikeouts tonight. He sucks. <laughs> like, they just, they didn't like stuff like that. So you could go there and make picks on games that weren't the game that was about to start, which was like, yeah. it makes sense, but it's also like weird where it's like, all right, so we're just going to go there and talk about like the Mariners when the Mets are playing the Braves tonight. Yeah,
0: I've, yeah, I've always California like, there's too, money though. to be made. There's money to be made and you can't talk about it.
2: Yeah, I get it. I wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't want to see like, that
1: either. In California, it sucks too, but but like, I, yeah, I think I bet on, I bet on him to be the MVP, like two, I bet on his greatness, right? And it's like, I I don't know, I, I guess, yeah, I don't know, teams are, I get really uncomfortable dealing with like multi-billion dollar entities.
5: Well, get comfortable being uncomfortable,
1: Max. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, how are you guys doing? We're just, we're just doing some angels, like we're just hitting the angels pen right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, of, uh, yeah. Well, I,
3: right I want to start the, there. The, Halos s-
0: most active team this off season so far. Like the, the Halos right now are essentially the secretariat of the first leg of
1: the Triple yeah, yeah. Crown here.
0: Right? Like they are. They are out to a massive lead right now. Massive lead. Oh yeah. Um, do they they're, sustain they're in it?
1: A, they're leading. They're leading the Black Friday deal. They're getting all the deals early. Okay. <laughs>
3: that's
1: I mean, good Black Friday, so. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he's, he's up and early and this feels like a move like our gm like i know he's been working and i know his wife's probably like hey you better get these deals done by wednesday because thursday i need your ass off the phone like that's definitely what's going on that could be a, Where the there's case no, no deals tomorrow
2: mm-hmm. yeah some of
1: the best deals are get done on things How are you guys
2: with uh the red sox just signed what? fucking uh jolie rodriguez Okay. Yeah, they did. <laughs> 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 a hater. Sounds yep. like a hater on the line. Damn, dude. <laughs> why why are you gonna flame me like that? I was literally just giving the angels so much love. Do you know any other national baseball podcasts that lead off with the angels?
1: Yeah. Uh, None that care about numbers, tell you that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It depends if like O'Tani did something that night or not. But um yeah. A's Braves... Uh, I saw
0: the A's had a Bad Bunny concert. That was cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that That was a while ago. And uh, I, I don't Did know if you noticed. I don't know. No, I was out of town. I have a fucking job, Max. Okay. I work oh. for a living. Thanks. Um, one right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the A's, there, there, was, there was movement in the front office. All right. We're talking about changing the rudder of the ship, so to speak. That's a big deal. It's going to go overlooked, and that's fine. That's okay. We're we're more than okay like with that. being the sleeping dog. More than okay with being the sleeping dog.
1: because no. you know what happens. Yeah, it, takes, it takes like it takes like a long time to turn around like a big ship. But once it's moving, move.
0: But yeah, we're t- we're talking fucking <laughs> busting knots. Busting. You just call the A's I mean, a big life. ship, Max. You sure did. You heard it.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it's huge. But it, once hey, once it gets moving, Jared, you don't want to be in front. Of, you don't want to be the tugboat in front of it.
2: No, I've no. I've been the, the tugboat in front of that thing. It's not that intimidating at all. You going to get left and, uh, in its uh, wake.
1: Maurice McGuire pulling the old tugboat.
2: I mean, I feel like every Red Sox Oakland A's matchup in my lifetime has gone the Red Sox
0: way. So and, and that is not true. That is true at all. There, there was actually in, a game the where off? the Red Sox forgot to bring their bats to, it, to oh, the baseball in April. field. Yeah. See, Max, like
2: it's just sad. Like he likes to yeah. bring up. He likes to bring up like April games in a season that the Red no, Sox that was a big based. game. I remember. Just baseball. I won the World Series that year. For anyone that forgot, just baseball. Where hey, the... What's
1: up? Can I, can I hate on the Braves? I feel like uh, Joey's just flying under the radar here. Like,
2: yeah, go ahead. Good to yeah, luck
1: I mean, well, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, we went to Atlanta this year. The Angels and I don't know. I think that was like a 10-0 game for us. That was fun. Um, yeah. And then yeah, like I I don't know. I'm just gonna make fun of you guys because like your franchise like leader like he just cries all the time. Or like, whatever Freddie Freeman is to them, like, he's just a
4: crybaby. He's not even on the team. <laughs>
1: <What> the <fuck? laughs> oh. Yeah, but your posts are still up. You know that.
4: Dude, I've been fucking labeled the biggest Freddie like, Freeman hater. I banned him from Atlanta. Yeah, I mean,
5: like, Max, you know what I feel like?
1: Is like you, you, you guys open the closet and the Freeman jersey is like right there, like kind of in the back, wrinkled. You, know, you just take a second to look at it.
0: <laughs> Max, I'll, I'll, I'll like, say fuck, this I'll about put Joey. That on. J- Joey, Joey publicly attacked the Freeman family for loving each other. <laughs> he did. Joey publicly <laughs> attacked Freddie Freeman for loving and caring about his wife and children. Okay? Well, I mean, he said well, Freddie Freeman wasn't it. for the
1: boys.
3: Yeah.
0: He, he I mean, said Freddie
1: didn't give a right? fuck. Yeah. 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 Like Freddie Freeman, like he's not going to the turkey bowl. He's a, he's a kind of like help around the kitchen kind of guy.
2: He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, around the kitchen guy. No, yeah. I feel like Freddie. Like <laughs> Freddie's <laughs> doing the dishes. Freddie's setting the table. Yeah.
0: I don't want to he, hear that. I got to believe yeah. that Freddie's got some all-time quarterback in him. Come on.
1: No, nah, no way. Like, look, I and can't Freddy get Ruffin to play like, eighteen. All like, team, I got yeah. dishes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <is> so true. <laughs> nah,
3: yeah, Freddie no, uh, uh,
1: no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I like Joey. He still has to make that rundown video. That I hope yeah. my bet gets included in there somehow. Like, uh, probably a total of like I don't know twelve hundred bucks were spent on Rendon winning the MVP, and I was like half of that. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, do you make? W- w- what do you make of having almost an entire left-handed rotation? As we sit today, it, I I think I saw that correctly. As we sit today, you got four lefties penciled in in that rotation. And then you've got the unicorn, Shohei.
5: Does that Yeah, I don't know.
1: That, yeah, it, it is definitely weird. Like, like, all lefties, like, I started thinking, like, are we going to have to just change the doorknobs on, like, every door in the stadium, like, just to go to the other side? Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's weird. But I feel like teams adapt well to that. Like, we're just going to have to – they're just going to have an all-righty lineup. Like, I don't know how that mm-hmm. – what do you do? What do you do? Well, with of all uh, yeah, if we
4: know if we know the Angels, they got a plan that it's going to work out. So if they have all lefties, it's probably <laughs> for right, the yeah. best. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Oh. Is yeah. this Max, is this where the Angels start to really dip into those resources that they drafted a few years ago and start to divvy those up and find landing spots for those, so they can continue to reel in uh, the highly sought after big league talent that they're gathering.
1: Well, I mean, on Angels Twitter right now, it's like split 50-50, where, like I said, people were excited that we're just, that we just have major league body. Like that's, an ex- that's a start, right? But yeah, now I think it's kind of look at your Christmas list and you got Correa, uh, Turner, like, and that's like, I heard Swanson, I heard there you know, there's all these burner accounts, it's like burner account time of the year.
0: Well, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, time out, time out, time out, just real quick. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> you think one of those guys are going to your team?
1: <laughs> I just want to make sure no, we're no, talking no. about this. I'm, I'm, I'm saying they're on the list. Like, you oh, know what I mean? like, yeah, yeah. It's on the list. Yeah. You know, like, is you judge, on the list you judge on the list too? You guys <laughs> got Judge on the list? Where is he at? I, I don't really No, he's kind of soft to me. Like, he, yeah. he's like, so like don't I don't him. like guys that are like 6'7 and good at sports. Like, like he better be. Like <laughs> why else are you use that tall? Like you know what I mean. Like right. also go we'll play basketball. You know what I mean. Like just no, no hard to be on the hardwood. Uh yeah, but not professionally. Like Otani could probably play for the Sixers right now.
3: Oh yeah, if you wanted to.
0: If you wanted to, nobody would care though.
1: Um yeah, I don't know. I, I would like a bigger free agent. Like I don't, you know, I, I don't hate jersey sales. Like that's cool. Um, but yeah, the Angels said. I think Perry said not done. So he's still cooking. Um, like I said, I think he takes tomorrow off, well deserved, and then he's back on Black Friday.
2: Yeah, you right. heard it here well, first. Jacob Degrom to the Angels.
0: Yeah, if if there was see if there was one, if there was one move, and let's say that you know all, all things being equal, Angels are in a position whether it's money or resources or a combination of both to land one of these big fish. Yeah. Where is the impact needed? for the halos because one arm doesn't do it for you. One player might get you a little closer, probably still doesn't do it for you, but definitely changes the complexion of things. So where is that? Who is that big meteor bracing for deep impact for the halos? Who, who is that meteor?
1: Yeah. Fuck man. It's going to have to be like a shortstop. So it's going to have to be like a big name force-off. Like I, I like the way our pitching staff is going. We have Sandoval, dog, uh, Reed Detmer's dog, Tani dog, Suarez, like just dog in the pen, all lefties. And then obviously Trout. uh, kind of need Adele to figure out if he wants to play professional baseball or not. He's got to take and the next then, step, right? Uh,
0: is, is this, is this, is it fair to say yeah, that this is 100%. a season where we need to see Joe Adele start doing the things that Joe Adele was expected to do?
1: I mean, speaking of bets, like I I have a Joe Adele rookie card gold number to 50 that I put a, you know, spent a lot of money on and that's decreased significantly. So yeah, I'd appreciate if he played some good baseball, uh, in the next few years. Uh, our catching positions locked up, hoppy, dog, sassy, dog. Um, I just think infield, shortstop, maybe, you know, first base, Walsh needs to bounce back. Um, and then Trout just got to be Trout and hopefully this, uh, two way phenom that. Comes around once in a lifetime, uh, stays man on You know, just fingers crossed. Oh yeah,
0: I really didn't I even want to talk about to that with up.
1: you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to bring up yeah. the idea. This is probably his last season there. I didn't want to talk about that. But since you brought it up, for sure. But and I this, mean,
1: you know, we we. Were, I mean, yeah, we were first. It's kind of like you know who who put. We'll always be the Ray J to his Kim K. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? We put him on. So.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so no
0: doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Hey you too, Max. Uh, nice. Jared, what do you do? You get like chocolate milk and like chicken nuggets.
2: Uh, I go to, I go to Kowloon. I get I get chicken fingers and uh like beef tips and pork fried rice and white Mai Tais. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm about. That's how I get down. I get down with that too. Yeah. You you're welcome to join. If you if you can make it out to the East Coast, I'd love to take you to
1: Calhoun. I haven't been to Boston. I I just I'm down to be on one of the streams, but if you bring like a, I don't know, just another supermodel that's famous and don't tell me about it until so like six months later.
2: <laughs> so, no big deal. That did happen. Me, I, me and Max got yeah. lunch with <clears> the <throat> unnamed, uh, very attractive supermodel.
1: And I just thought she was just a person.
0: hmm Yeah. Turns but out she was just a person.
1: She is just a person. You're right. Yeah, no. No, but I played it so cool. Like, she, she <laughs> is just, yeah, I played it so cool and then he told me who she was and I was like, alright, well, that was that was a <laughs> I, I forgot I, about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, had dinner with a, I had dinner with a supermodel the other night too my wife and i actually Let's oh, go. What a uh, simp. you're an <laughs> absolute simp hey, dallas yeah, uh max yeah, before yeah. we we'll let you go i just let the podcast know i'm still waiting on that invitation to the uh to the party to the fiesta the carne asada because i i jared i don't oh, know if the, you're aware of this oh, but uh Max, Carlos, both, both of their significant others, I invited them out, fed them, <laughs> liquored them up, had a great time with them, was told that I was going oh, to yeah. be invited oh. to a family oh, yeah. function, so and uh, just uh, still nothing. Crickets from Grandma Ma. I don't know if she's blocked me, but the texts are few and farther in between these days. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you on the World Cup
1: time. Uh, we do we do have a uh, we do have carl's baby shower coming up. i'll uh you'll be my plus one 100%.
5: Done. Okay. Okay. Right. So,
1: and then uh World Hey World Cup who you you guys root for like England? Don't care. care.
2: Don't care. I hate soccer. Who cares? Yeah, I'm going okay, for come. USA. Come on.
5: Yeah, Joey Joey is rooting for World, USA. Yeah. favorite team? Love, yeah. No.
1: Mexico, they're our rivals, right. dude. You know, we're one we're one team. No, we don't care yeah. about soccer. Um Yeah, so uh, okay, quick announcement before I bounce. Oh, announcement. Sorry. Uh yeah, I know I'm this year with uh the podcast and angel stuff, I'm going to be uh relegating my or getting called this I'm calling myself down. So I'm I'm gonna kinda just be more of a fan this year. Uh and just kinda not do that. <laughs> so I don't know how to put it you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to say it. Uh but it's you know, it's kinda just to be blunt, and I, I can't think of a better platform to do it on, it's, uh, it feels like the relationship with the kind of taking a step back, kind of kicked me in the nuts. And maybe something I can talk to you guys more about off air, but that's kind of what I got going on.
2: So so your announcement uh, is that you are canceling your own podcast.
1: I'm self-canceling myself. I might <laughs> say like a blur to just make it easier.
2: Right. But,
3: <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's just,
1: you know, so I wanna just say I appreciate all three of you guys for interacting with me and stuff and doing all that, making me like at least a percent more credible or legitimate. So uh that is very much appreciated. And uh yeah, that's just kinda of where I'm at.
0: Well, all
2: right. That's well, uh well, that- super depressing.
0: <clears throat> yeah,
1: and, yeah, and Max, that, uh, that, you-,
0: you know you know, you know I'm all about positive vibes, man. So I wanna take this time. To ask you, what the fuck were you thinking, allowing me to pick you and take you to fucking Iowa after you shit down your leg and fucked us on the fucking game? How does that happen, Max? You son of a bitch. That wasn't me.
1: That was a shortstop.
2: Yeah, Jose Iglesias was at second base. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's at second
1: base. That that guy guy was inside, that guy was inside it off for real.
3: He was making
1: high rules all game when it came down to crunch time. He folded like an origami bird. Yeah. Also, Dallas blew the save.
0: No, he blew the save first. That. That's, that's mm-hmm. it's a fucking five out save from a guy who's got zero tendons in his arm. Can't expect that.
1: Okay. I think the I think the hacksaw thing where he cut up the the bat kind of like delayed. Like it just kind of added. Oh, that's okay. true. that was, like I like I like the move, but it just kind of delayed the well, game. It was. It was, it, it
0: was. <laughs> The guy just forgot to fucking saw the bat. That was a major, major step <laughs> that was missed. <laughs> talk about leaving me out to dry. Anyways, Maxie, great to hear from you, yeah, my nah. man. Yeah,
1: love you
5: guys. Love you more, Thank
2: you.
4: You too. <clears throat> All right,
5: that was Max, and that was talking angels. But if you want
2: to talk angels, that was talking angels. If you want to talk some football though? DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $500 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win. Big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code Jared. J-A-R-E-D. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Um, Joseph, your your new video came out on uh, Doc Ellis, Doc, Doc Ellis, and the no hitter on LSD, Dallas. You yeah. do drugs. Do you believe that it's possible? Like as someone who threw a perfect game, probably under the influence of something. Do you think that it's possible to throw a no hitter on LSD? Have you taken LSD? Ah,
0: uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you, as
2: someone who's taken LSD, do you think it's possible to pitch in a major league game, not only pitch in a major league game, but throw a no hitter on LSD?
0: Well, you obviously have to think about, you know, how much? How, how much have you taken? How many mics are we working with here? Yeah, mics. M-I-C-A, look it up, you'll figure that out. But yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, just simply because I know and appreciate how powerful the mind is and, if you should find yourself in a combination of a focused flow state and a place mentally where, like, there, there's no time, time is suspended. It's quite literally just about executing movements, you know. And, and now we're starting to get into what sort of trip he was on at that time. But yes, absolutely. Jared, psychedelics, in my opinion, and, and a lot of other folks' opinion, have been suppressed, and the usage and the studying has been suppressed publicly because of the benefits that folks saw early uh, and realized, oh, man, you know what? This is going to be a whole other thing. We're going to have to regulate, and we're going to start... <laughs> we can't start having the masses thinking on this level. They're going to start mm-hmm. to peel this this onion back. There'd They're going to start way- getting,
4: There'd be way Janet. too many no hitters if that was that case.
0: Yeah, it would definitely. Yeah, you're definitely going to find LSD on the performance enhancing list if if that were to continue. <laughs> you really think sure. so? Uh, being serious, I do think that there's a small window, a small intersection between the things I just talked about and still having the ability to perform. Okay. And whatever that may be, I mean, because look, we know dudes got through many years of their career hopped up on cocaine on fucking amphetamines like so yeah it's possible like just because you're taking a pill doesn't mean you're not doing coke doesn't mean you're not taking meth at the time low grade whatever it may be you're on drugs and that's the kind of shit that for some people boom you lock in you focus you don't blink for three fucking innings You can see the words on the baseball coming in. Like guys talk about being in this moment where you just slow everything down, everything and the effects of the mind and the chemical makeup, chemical balance or imbalance has a lot to do with that. So when you start introducing like psilocybin mushrooms and and shit like that, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we can we we can take a hard right and get into the effects of micro dosing and, and what that does, like the ability, like recall and, and just tapping into a flow state easier because you understand that there's now sort of a, a pathway, right? There's stones you got to step on to get to this mind state. And now you have a map as to where before you were just kind of really depending on Well, I hope the dinner I had last night, the stretching I've done this morning and the meditation I did all are going to lock me in again. Well, now there's actually science that talks about some of the chemical enhancement that allows you to get there um, more frequently, more efficiently. So you're not just fucking frying yourself. But, yeah, there's
4: absolutely truth to that. How many major leaguers are microdosing LSD regularly before pitching? Uh, microdosing
0: LSD? I don't know how many... I, I would venture to guess none. None. Okay. Shrooms. Shrooms? Um, over, so 100% of the population, I'm going to say somewhere around 10% of the major league playing population has dabbled. Didn't Tyler exp-
2: Glasnow admit
0: that on the record? What? I, I, I will... <laughs> I would never, simply because I understand how corporate America still operates, I would never put a player's name out there until they did when, when yeah, it comes to
2: he, he said he was talking. I mean, I don't think he I don't think he said it was like before starts. I think it was more like in the offseason type thing. Like He was talking about it uh, on Mike Studs podcast.
0: Yeah, there's Ooh. there's ways that like when people hear mushrooms, they think, oh, man, I'm going on a trip like, no, <laughs> that's, it doesn't have to be like, you know, what's called a hero's journey where you're eating a fucking quarter of them. No, no, that it's, it's not how that goes. You, as they say, you microdose. you, you start to kick yourself into gear little by little. You're experimenting with different mixtures, different mushrooms that activate different things that are for the benefits are, are different. And players are because players are more informed about uh, body awareness, mental state, rest, recovery than they ever have been before, right? All of this information at our fingertips and players are now starting to tap into it and say, if that didn't work for me, maybe this does. And I tell you right now, pill, the synthetic pharmaceutical is something players want no part of if they don't have to. Because you start to understand what it does to the body. Like I sit here today in front of you, not even 40 years old, with a stomach that probably looks like I've eaten nothing but fucking lemon rinds for the last 15 years, 20 years of my life. Just eaten up, shredded because of all the high-grade anti-inflammatories and the opioids that you eat just to keep your body going, just to try to be able to function. And when you realize that there's another avenue, a different path, where your rest and recovery isn't quite literally fucking killing your body and eating your body, you're going to start to dabble. You're going to start to say, yeah, educate me. Let's go down this road. So if that's something that Glass did in the offseason, more power to him. I hope he found a way that he's able to utilize this in everyday life because there are mega, mega benefits to it.
4: Interesting.
2: What's the most interesting thing that you found while researching that video, Joe?
5: Uh, about Doc Ellis
3: yeah
5: oh he said that he
4: used to like fucking people used to scream at him in the stands and then he would go over them and then like if they had kids he would like talk to the kids and like get the family's address and phone number and then like invite himself over to dinner and then he would just <laughs> hang out with them he said so he did it three
5: times they were fucking screaming at him Like angrily or cheering for him? Angry. Oh. They were cursing him out, yeah. And he was like,
0: like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come over. I'm going to have your wife's pot roast. I'm going to teach your child how to ride a bike, and then I'm going to fucking leave. And you'll never get any of that back.
4: Yeah. (laughs) That's what he says.
0: That's (laughs) That's a nice little nugget there
4: yeah he was
2: he was very hated yeah for a dude that's beloved right now he was definitely not beloved as a player
0: and well that, i mean i that could that. see how if if you were you know consistently just dosing dropping acid out there you know guys be like <laughs> hey can you fucking can but you that's take not a even day like the
2: main reason why they were pissed like he, they were mad at him because of his hair
4: yeah, dude, he was just talking. She's making a lot of noise. Making a loud noise, dude. People don't like that. They say, quiet down, buddy. He's yeah. fucking dorks. He wasn't Man. having it. No, dude, yeah. he didn't give a fuck. No. He did um, not give a fuck.
5: The
2: Aaron Judge sweepstakes. Oh, I don't want to say it's picking up steam, but some things have happened, Dallas.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Takeaway from the staged video of Aaron yeah, that was very the, yeah. What's I up mean, with come that? Come on, what stop. was up like, with that? We, we got to stop that, like because who that, who t- take me through some,
2: at least your thought process of how you think that went down because it definitely was exact, staged.
0: Oh yeah, I'll tell you exactly how it went down. Whoever he was with in his in his group, like I'm not going to call them a handler, but just in his group, whoever it is, management, publicist, whatever. Who, whomever it was had that conversation. Hey, obviously people are going to see that you're here. All right. So it's, it's going to be news. Someone's going to catch a video or a picture of you here at the airport, getting into a car in the hotel, whatever. Like we know that that's a possibility. So why don't we just get out in front of that, right? Make a little joke. Everybody knows you're from the area. Everybody knows you're from Linden, which is two hours from san francisco but you're going to fly into either sacramento san francisco or oakland to go to linden hell you might fly into stockton i just don't have aaron judge flying spirit airlines because in about a month he'll be able to buy fucking spirit airlines so it's probably not jumping on that one and then it just goes like this like hey like you know what to say like you know just kind of him haw around like oh just here Visiting family, I'll tee you up perfectly. You can answer that, and then you know if you want to throw in anything, you know, feel free. And so Aaron Judge did just that. Hey, what are you well, doing here? Oh, another just you know friends and family here. Heavy wink, hard. Heavy wink, slight. Hard. Heavy.
3: There it is. There it is. It is. Aaron
5: Judge in San Francisco. What are you doing in the city?
3: <laughs> what? No, <just> visiting some <laughs> family and friends. That's about it. That's about That's it.
5: Oh yeah. That's Any you got something. Have a good
2: Very, 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 very scripted, very coordinated. And so John Morosi tweets this out and puts in the tweet breaking news into MLB network via video from San Francisco. Aaron Judge has arrived in the city and expected to meet with the San Francisco Giants this week. Join us on MLB hot stove at 9 a.m. Eastern tomorrow for the latest. So like it's not even like it was a random fan. In the lobby, it's a woman's voice and it's in the lobby of the hotel. It's not, it's tweeted directly from John Morosi. Mm-hmm. So it's some sort of MLB intern that's on site that sent it to someone at MLB Network or straight to John Morosi who then tweets it out. It'd be much more believable if it was tweeted by a fan but For this sure. is very clearly staged to be but like that, hey that, that, that let everyone
0: know i'm fucking here to talk to the giants yes, yes. and uh, and what what did i say last time we got together he's he's checking all of the boxes doing all of the things that you're supposed to do regardless of how cheesy they are regardless of everybody clearly understanding where it's coming from you still do those things because if you don't do those things, then people could sit back and go, well, you know, he had time to try to get other teams interested. Why did his camp not try to stir up the interest? Why did they not try to create a bidding war? Why? And that would be a question that somebody could ask if this corny ass video doesn't make its way out, right? Like that's, that's the other What's the other side of the coin, Dallas? What if he doesn't do this? Well, I just told you. People start to talk shit and wonder why his camp isn't doing the corny shit that everybody else's camp does when they're in this spot. It's just, but, I mean, come you. on. Oh, Aaron Judge in San Fran, San Francisco, in San Francisco. What are you <laughs> doing here? Aaron in San Francisco. Huh? Oh, just, you know, friends and family. Is that it? Is there anything else on your agenda while you're here in san francisco <laughs> no ma'am, just you know some other business oh well maybe heavy wink heavy wink hit the wink hit the wink hit the boom hit him with the wink that's it see you later heavy wink heavy wink fuck come on
4: so if he's trying to convince the yankees that he might go to san francisco doesn't that make you think that he's probably going to stay with the yankees no no
0: This is the equivalent of Aaron judge slipping into something a little more comfortable and coming down the staircase and stopping and going, Oh, I'll be right back. I forgot something. And now he's going back up to the room and he's waiting. He's waiting to see who's going to come charging up that fucking staircase. Cause he just, he did what he needed to do. Slipped into something a little more comfy, showed a little leg. And then disappeared. And now, now the fucking frenzy. Son of a bitch. Steinbrenner's gather around. All right. He's talking to fucking Farhan and he's talking to all those folks out on the West Coast. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? How are we going to prevent this? How do we beat the Giants upstairs? Huh? I want to see what Aaron Judge is wearing. How do we get up there? And Aaron Judge knew that that video would do just that. And if the video isn't doing just that, well, then. The answer is really only one of two things. The Yankees know what Aaron Judge is wearing. They're comfortable with what he's wearing, and they're comfortable with him understanding how they look at him. And so they're just sitting back going, look, if you love something, you got to let it go. And if it comes back, it was meant to be. That's where the Yankees are at right
4: now. The, so
2: the- like, the, It's night and day reading the the Aaron Judge quotes compared to like the Raphael Devers and Xander Bogart's quotes oh, because man. like this comes out and Judge, like both of them are trying to get the attention of their ex, but Judge is doing it by going out to the bar and like making out with someone else and then posting it on Snapchat, yeah. whereas like Xander and Devers are like, babe, take me back, please. This is a, this is a Raphael Devers quote. For me, Xander Bogarts is a very important player on the team, oh, and he has always been here at the Red Sox. He's my friend. He's my family, so I'd like him to stay here. I hope leader. they sign both of us. Yep. Aaron yep. Judge is like, I'm in San Francisco, bitch. I'm going to meet the fucking Giants. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> like he, Whistle he, shots. He, yeah, like he, he's and he deserves it. I mean, the Yankees have it just like the Red Sox did with Bogarts. The Yankees had their chance to sign Aaron judge, and they didn't, so he's 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 being courted. This is part of the process. I would yes. be living up every single second of this if I'm Aaron judge. I am I'm coming off a sixty two home run season. I just won the American League MVP award. I'm your I'm the franchise player for the most profitable, most recognizable franchise in professional sports. Yeah, they know that I have I hold all the cards, so I'm just going to go flaunt around town like I'm just going to go be a little slut. So John (laughs) Morosi also said, I'm told that the meetings went all the way up to ownership level between Aaron Judge and the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, Uh, I saw something else, too, where they were saying that uh, the meeting, if I can find it, I'll get the exact quote. But it was something like the meeting went about 12 hours and they were showing him like around the stadium like every like covering every inch it was it was basically like a retreat more than just like a, a your typical free agent courting meeting like they they gave Aaron Judge every ounce of everything that they had to convince him that signing with the San Francisco Giants was was the right play for him in, in the rest of his career basically
4: damn 12 hours for what and if I'm, the, if you're the Yankees, do you think maybe like you don't want to sign him because he's not even practicing, or maybe a lot that's, of these free agent teams? That's true. If if he's taking all this time to go on flights, twelve hour meetings, like it's a long time. How the fuck? Yeah. How he do Dedicated for hours? is your judge? <laughs> is, that,
2: all right. is that what you're asking, Jill? This guy just had his best season. It kind of sounds like he's slacking off right now.
4: Yeah, how could you? you so I doubt he was doing push-ups during those twelve hours. Imagine that so, the fucking the Giants have him in. Are like, all right, let's lift. Like we want to, we want you we want you to show us now. yeah, you Can see you this board?
0: See this board here? Can you make this board? The strength board of the Giants? Can you make this board? <laughs> you deadlift that, bro?: We'll find yeah. out I'm I'm here for every minute of Aaron judge. like let, let's make sure one thing is abundantly clear. not mad at Aaron Judge at all for wow. the for the staged video for the, like do it. Do not enough people are calling him out for that being staged, by the way. Well, it's just because I think it's one of those things where it's so obvious. Do we need to call him out or do we all just kind of look at that and go, oh, okay, he's doing what, yeah, we all get it. Like you take that at face value because the minute you hear words, (laughs) you know that this is fake. Yeah, but I'm
4: I, I'm here for him going for through those exercises. He do it.
2: He seems he seems to be anti
4: corny shit for the most part. I, he could have done way more than that. What if they had him like a picture with him with a Giants hat on? Oh, okay. This is this is part of it. my
2: under quote. My understanding is this meeting is still going on. It's an all day type of experience. I'm sure he's going to see the ballpark. I would expect the Giants, The Giants will play heavily on that that emotion. That is the team in which Judge fell in love with the game. I tweeted that the other day. Uh, There's a tweet from 2013 where he said that the the San Francisco Giants were his favorite baseball team.
0: Like, I I wonder if the Giants would have any like, I don't know, like uh, I, because there's there's one way I thought about like really selling the Giants to Aaron Judge, um, and, and selling him on it. But like, is there any? Is there any conversation like, hey, look, man, we've had a guy, a different guy, starting in left field every year. A different dude every year since Barry Lamar Bonds Mm -hmm. retired, was forced to retire, was blackballed. Mm -hmm. There's been a a revolving door in left field. Now, I don't know that they just want to put Aaron Judge in left field because you understand what kind of fucking athlete this dude is. He can help. <laughs> he is what he,
2: kind of fucking asshole this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he,
0: doesn't, he doesn't need to be hidden in left field. The dude can go play anywhere out there. So do you kind of play on that as well? Like, look, this has been a revolving door, but it's because nobody like you has walked through this door until now. And what you fell in love with, you can be that for this community, for this generation. You can be the reason we're able to sign the next Aaron Judge
4: after you leave town. Two Aaron Judges on one team. Crazy, right, Joe? Where, where do you think this is headed? Both of you. I, gun I, to your
2: I head.
0: Think, gun to my head, the New York Yankees cannot, absolutely cannot have Aaron Judge wearing anybody else's uniform. This is like I know you guys
2: aren't wrestling fans, but this is very much like a uh, a wrestling storyline from the 90s, where Kane, my favorite wrestler of all time, Kane, his girlfriend Tori, um, uh, his former tag team partner X Pac,
1: took Tori
2: home on Christmas. The Uh X Pac and and Tori Christmas story, and she was like, "Don't worry, like everything will be fine. It's gonna be okay." The next thing you know, she fucks X-Pac and now she's with X Pac. You're if you're the Yankees, you're gonna let Aaron Judge start kissing the San Francisco Giants on Thanksgiving. You're gonna go let Aaron Judge spend the holidays with the Giants. You're the hey. Yankees. Are you some kind of cuck? Like, what is that?
0: Jared, don't fucking sleep on the one, two, three kid, pal. Don't oh, sleep. okay. All right. Uh huh. It's my That's friend
2: right. Sean Waltman loves Kowloon as well. That's right.
0: Yeah, and if the Giants have to be the one, two, three kid early to <laughs> grow into X-Pac later in these negotiations, so be it, so be it. You think that the Giants aren't afraid to slide under those ropes, pop up off that mat, <laughs> come back, fucking little spin and heel Johnny right into the chest? hmm Yeah. They're ready for that.
2: First time They're I ready met for- X-Pac was at Kowloon. And my, one of my buddies was blackout drunk and i didn't want to bother him like when wrestlers are out in public i'm like they're just trying to enjoy their time this kid blackout drunk goes up to X Pac. he's like hey hey xbox
0: <laughs> yes. yes
2: he's like let, let me get a pick with you xbox it was uh it was very cringe very cringe yeah. very uncomfortable but yeah how i mean did again, you know
0: that i know that he beat razor ramon for his yeah. Match to mm-hmm. one two
2: three. Yeah, the little backflip. It was a couple guy on guy. Sixty nine was the finish. I believe that was in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, the yeah. one yeah. two three kid. Where you got the name? Uh, but yeah, if you're the Yankees, you can't. You just can't let Aaron Judge go. But it seems like they're letting him cuddle up nice and get courted by the San Francisco Giants
3: here.
0: Well, and maybe it's a matter of, like I said. The Yankees haven't given him everything they could, showed him everything they could. I mean, they just had, they, they've had all the time in the world to continue to court this guy. So it's really going to boil down to does Aaron Judge think things will be different elsewhere outside? I mean, when you think about the Giants, too, they are, they are not necessarily in a position to be contending in right now or in the foreseeable future. If I'm being honest, like there's, there's some building blocks that need to be inserted before you're an Aaron judge away from, you know what I mean? You the have an
4: anti-giants bias. Did you see Kepler with uh, going up the mat with the prospects?
2: I saw oh, Kepler at a Starbucks looking at, he was on a, a Zoom
4: call with Farhan in the middle of a goddamn Starbucks. Kepler was where, Joe? What'd you say? He was hiking with some of the prospects. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
2: Shout out him. Reggie Crawford. He he we could get him on. That's uh the top pick for the San Francisco Giants. Um, so I I forget. I think it was probably last year or the year before, but once I started heavy tweeting college ball, uh, he was one of the dudes that stood out. Remember remember when I, every week I would do like a hate like these are the guy like because I didn't know shit about shit with college baseball. Like these are the players that kind of like stood out to me. And I made a list of like a few guys every single podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. And then that guy. And then Reggie Crawford was one of them. And he was the first round pick out of UConn for the San Francisco Giants. He was on that uh, little retreat
4: with Gabe Kapler. Yeah, man. Ray, he, he, he can turn a boy into a man, that Kapler man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, tell us more. Yeah, I mean, on. he's just a leader, dude. He's just one of those guys. He's real hard. He's like, you know, he's, I don't know what, what, G- Gabe Kapler really fucking. What do you do? Intrigues me. Why is that? Tell me why. <laughs> because he just like has a weird vibe, bro. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Like is a weird, isn't it? I don't know. It's, it is a little weird, but it's also yeah, it's weird, of- right? No, it's Joey cool. wants
0: to watch Gabe Kapler lather himself up in coconut oil.
4: Yeah, he loves Hey, I'm not the only one. (laughs) No, you're not.
0: I'd fucking really fans that
4: right now. (laughs) (laughs) The guy is is a player. Yeah, he is, isn't
0: he? But do you I mean, realistically uh, the first two, three years, if you're Aaron Uh Judge in San Francisco, you're just you're you're eating that, right?
4: Yeah, well, that's what happened with Bryce a little bit. Reminds you of the Bryce going to Philly situation or Manny going to San Diego San Diego
0: so do you think that do you think you're closer in the beginning of being with a new organization to where you want to be or do you think you are closer with the New York Yankees right now and their window
2: to
4: get into where you want to the Giants no what the excuse me (laughs) you guys think he's so funny dude you're trolling bro (laughs) I'm not. The Yankees were four close. They were a closed roof. They were a, there there and were a couple bounces away from the World Series last year. They were eight wins away from the World <laughs> Series. <laughs> they were a, a closed roof and a fucking tall wall and something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were close. But yeah, the Yankees are way closer than the Giants. No. As it stands now with Judge. It's not even close. No, I disagree. The Giants just won 107 games. When's the last time the Yankees won 100 or like 107 games? Have they ever done that? Was the last time the Giants went to the CS? The Giants
2: have won more World Series titles recently than the Yankees have. The yeah, Giants they're... have a more richer tradition of championships than the Yankees. I don't think that's
4: necessarily true. I do believe that to be true. I don't think that's true because the Yankees have, w- have more World Series but if you wanted to say 21st century then yeah
2: yeah I don't care about the World Series titles that were won before the Kennedy assassination which yesterday was the anniversary RIP was.
4: <sighs> anyways <It> wasn't me So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say about that you gotta like, record, like having right?
0: a, you gotta like having a clear name there Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <Wasn't he? laughs>
4: do not get any wrong ideas yeah
2: um this this was interesting alec manoa my close personal best friend oh. met him met him right outside my apartment uh oh. we've been best friends ever since um he he had some comments yes he did about um you know, someone that comes up in, in conversation on, on the show from, from now and then. I just, you know, I mean,
5: for Pete's sake, it's...
2: It's just something that I found to be interesting. The comments that Alec Manoa had. And it, and it reminded me of the conversation that I had with him, which, you know, at the time, it was like, all right, this is like an off-the-record exchange. But now I I don't think he cares. Like he's crossed the line to where I don't think that he cares uh about that. Uh we when when we were crossing the street, if, I don't even remember if I said it on the podcast, but in case you didn't hear that episode. I don't remember if I said it. Uh we crossed the street together and um I said what's up? And then he looked at me and I was like if you need someone to beat up Garrett Cole, let me know. And then he just reached his fist out for a fist bump. <laughs> and so you could tell at the time, sure, uh, he did not care for Garrett Cole. And this might've been a week or two coming off the, uh, the screaming match in, in Toronto. Was it in, yeah, it was in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, so this is what he had to say.
3: In me. So you ready?
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, right, let's do it. <laughs> Who is the worst cheerer in the baseball story? in baseball history yeah cheater
0: yeah uh uh Garrett Cole Garrett Cole what he did <laughs> yeah he cheated he used a lot of like sticky stuff yeah to make his pitches better wow and he uh he
3: kind of got called out caught out on it okay yeah. so this one's for you oh this is for me yeah that's one that big one I'm I... <laughs> Ooh, this one I never had this one this is too big oh i are moving
2: did he say in baseball history? Yeah, baseball history.
5: Yeah.
1: Ugh. Why do you do this to me? Mm. <laughs> I told you I'm answering every question. I'm not drinking that tea. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: doing he, it.
2: He does. He gives no fucks, Alec no. Manoa.
0: He 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 said it for sure. <laughs> but uh, You know He's what? A- like, no, normalize him being able to say that kind of shit though. Sure. Like, like, w- why? Why wouldn't he, what would be wrong about him saying that? He feels that way. He's not teammates with this guy. No. And should they ever be teammates, um, a la Josh Donaldson, Garrett Cole, I'm sure things like that work itself out so that we can coexist. Yeah. So, I mean, the opinion is his opinion. I did find it, you know, look, recency bias, I think probably played a large part <laughs> into the answer there. Because um, <laughs> there's been some other things that have happened in the past, in the history of the game, that mm-hmm. that might have been an option, sure. But he he did not go that route. He went to what we all know. What's fresh in the minds of
5: fans who've been who, who about, really thinks a bigger cheater than Garrett Cole, like Andy Pettit? <laughs> you, you are you are you're sick, and you need well, help. He, um,
2: Jake, did no, yes or no? Right. Did Andy Pettit admit to using HGH? Yes. Yeah, he sure did. Okay, so what do you think? What do you think is more beneficial, Spider Attack or HGH? And that's actually a great question because I don't know that it's slam dunk either way. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say both help you out a lot. So they're both pretty big cheaters. Both pretty big Yankees.
0: <laughs> um, I mean the Black Sox are, are instantly where my mind goes.
2: That's bullshit. A lot of the guys that got accused of cheating in the Black Sox scandal no, hit just like one. 450 just in the, home run just, just in the World Series. What? Just one. Just one guy. Several guys got accused of cheating.
0: No, yes. Yeah, are not guys cheating, but like throwing the World Series. Real, only one guy had the statistical defense to really argue for his case.
2: Sure. Like imagine throwing the World Series and hitting 473. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's you- yeah, you're banned, bro. Should have hit 550. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, then you would have had more plausible deniability. But unfortunately for you, you're banned forever.
0: Yeah, and then you could obviously go with uh, you know all the bullshit that you just that we've gone through in the last few years with the the sign stealing scandal. So I mean, all all I'm saying yes, there were options. There are plenty of options. And again, this is an opinion.
5: Marwin Gonzalez, he's not (laughs) Marwin Gonzalez, noted noted Yankee, huge Yankee. (laughs) i i were you were you shocked that
0: he named names no because he don't he don't give a fuck
2: like he he's one of those dudes that is about that action and we've seen that on multiple occasions now on the diamond and you put him in i mean how many times because he like this was i think this this was his breakout year really like he he he's uh becoming a guy in the league how many times has he had a hot mic in front of him in an environment where he's being asked questions like that? Not often. Right. Like, I don't, I feel like he hasn't been put in a, in a spot like that before to have to answer that question and, and then dance around it. So now that he's more of a guy, uh, I mean, let's, let's get, let's get him on the pod. I guess I'll, I'll, we are best friends. I'll fucking send him a message and be like, hey, man, yeah. I feel like now I'm not going to ask him anytime soon because if I do that, then it's coming off the Garrett Cole thing and he'll know exactly why I'm asking. So, yeah. I don't know, somewhere maybe after
0: Christmas, in 2023, we'll get Alec Manoa on? Yeah, just a little check-in, because he does have, like, I, I love the fact that maybe more guys are being comfortable with being themselves, saying what they're thinking, answering questions, because they're, they're not here for the cliches. And Alec Manoa doesn't strike me as a guy who thinks that he's the biggest, baddest dude when he walks into each and every room. He strikes me as a guy that should the biggest and baddest dude in the room take issue. He's ready to roll. Mm. And those are two very different things. The first guy is here to tell you just how big and bad he is, right? The second guy understands who he is, but is not going to let fear get in the way of somebody telling him what the fuck to do and him having something to say about that. And I love that. I love that. Because I think your teammates, they feed off that. They see that like, like yo, we will go to war with this dude. Because he, he's not afraid of anything, not afraid of anybody. Doesn't mean he's telling you he's going to whip your ass or dominate you, but you are absolutely going to be in a dogfight.
4: Oh, he could kick the shit out of Garrett Cole if he wanted to. <laughs> do you think you could beat Alec Manoa in a fight Joe me yeah I could beat him up but because I'm just stronger than I look but I think Alec Manoa probably beats up most players because I think he's big and strong but I will Mm -hmm. say this the Yankees and the Blue Jays are kind of getting feisty here I mean what did Vladdy said that oh we're not scared of the Yankees they're scared of us Vladdy
5: also said that he would never be a Yankee ever. He did say that. He hates them. So, something to look out for. That's the biggest beef.
4: It's a bigger rivalry than the Yankees Red Sox
5: right now, I would argue. (laughs) Mm. Jay's pinstripes? Things heating up? Yeah.
4: I mean, because the Red Sox, like, you know, aren't really much of a threat. But the Blue Jays. Not at all. Not at all. And, and the Yankees, these are two teams that are probably going to be one and two up there in the division. I mean, again, the
2: Red Sox signed fucking Joel Jolie Rodriguez today.
5: That's true. Yeah, we got to have at least 26 guys, Jared.
0: So.
3: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. You know what so else you have to have? <laughs> Blue Moon. Blue Moon. Mm hmm. Oh, called it yep. Fucking
0: called it <laughs>
4: baseball season is over, but
2: you can still feel that <laughs> ballpark nostalgia with blue moon. In fact, blue moon was born in a ballpark at the Sandlot Brewery in Denver, Colorado. And I'll tell you right now, I was there yesterday. I was at the sandlot brewery in denver colorado i got to talk to you about that blue moon is a -a one-of-a-kind experience that isn't just for baseball season it's also perfect for the holiday season it's bold flavor bright explosion of color iconic orange slice ritual and authentic ballpark roots will make your holidays unique and flavorful so i am at the sandlot brewery in denver colorado which is attached to Coors field I did not know this. I had never seen it before. I've been to Coors Field. This is my third time, first time seeing the Law Brewery in Denver, Colorado. Go in there, and I find out that they originally brewed Blue Moon in that brewery. They were just kind of dicking around. They were like, this actually tastes really good. It was it was called something else. Like all their all their beers that they brew in there have like baseball names. And this beer had a baseball name. And it was like, Something, oh, I can't remember now, but they changed it to Blue Moon because when once they passed it up the chain, they were like, oh, man, this, this beer like this only comes around once in a Blue Moon. They were like, boom, that's what we're going to oh. call it. Oh. So now Blue Moon, as you know, there, so there's another brewery there. They have two of them. We went to the other one. and It's huge and it's newer. And uh that is where they have a million different beers on tap like ones that don't get put out into uh the mainstream and they have an iced coffee beer that was delicious and i was like can i bring some of this home and they were like no no you can't but you can come to the brewery and have it there and i was like oh well that's a tease You so have to come they back don't sell
0: the iced coffee
2: uh no they keep it's I one have- of their it's one of their top on tap though at the brewery
0: oh proprietary. It stays there. They don't slang it outside.
2: Yeah. It's not
5: discontinued.
2: But it is um it's one of those those beers that you can't just go to the store and buy, which really makes me sad. Uh, but it from does. its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. I got oh, to see the coriander. The
0: king of coriander. Yeah.
2: That's what they've been calling me. And uh you know, I, I got to see where the, the coriander comes from. And uh, it t- let me tell you, you want to talk about life changing experiences? It was me getting to get down and dirty with the coriander.
3: Ooh.
2: Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale is one of a kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something that's one of a kind? A beer this good only comes around once in a Blue Moon, but you can enjoy it all holiday season long. Enter for a chance to win an exclusive Blue Moon paper shoot camera to immortalize those unforgettable holiday moments. Make your holidays brighter than ever with Blue Moon. Get Blue Moon delivered and enter to win an exclusive paper shoot camera at get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com slash rocket. Blue Moon made brighter. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden Colorado Ale. No purchase necessary. Open to legal residents of 50 USDC. 21 plus only begins November 1st, 2022, and ends December 31st, 2022. It includes four entry periods. For rules, visit BlueMoonHoliday.com. Void where prohibited. Message and data rates may apply.
0: Um, I am. I'm going to let a little secret out. Oh, uh, this year. Okay. This year, I have decided to brine my
5: turkey with the addition of a blue moon or two because I put apples
0: and oranges and citrus alike uh, in the brine as well. But this year I'm kicking it up a notch. Moon me, Jake. I'm Mm. mooning my fucking bird this year, baby. That's happening. (laughs) that's happening.
2: You're going to put blue moon up your turkey's ass. If it's lucky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that a blue moon up my ass? Are you just happy to see me? (laughs) I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, yeah. You you, you ever watch a bird just gobble that long neck, Jared? That thing disappears.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
5: That's
0: how turkeys in Stockton sound like. (laughs) That's what a turkey sounds like when it gets a blue moon shoved directly up its keister.
2: Yeah. Them, them Stockton turkeys are built different.
5: That's right. No plucking around, bud. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, Major League Baseball announced the Comeback Players of the Year award, and I've got, I've got, I've got a bone to pick with this. This award. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the Pujols call is almost like a- <laughs> he came back from just sucking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I
3: mean, I it, love it was- Albert.
0: It's a it's a comeback, it's a comeback player of the year disguised uh, like masquerade. No, it's a what it is, it's a farewell player of the year award masquerading as a comeback player of the year award. Because everybody knows how it's going. See you, Albert. Appreciate you. It's been great. To your point, Jared, things have not been great for about a decade or so. And with that being said, you're 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 rounding out the career, and it was a Storybook finish. I don't know that that merits comeback player of the year.
2: I uh, disagree. Because- okay, Joseph, go ahead.
4: But usually, when they where you get player of the year, usually because like you hurt your elbow and then you're out for the season. You come back the next year. Pujols came back from like ten years in a row. That sucked. <laughs> so it was like you got to accumulate those. That's like really bad year. If you take all those bad years combined, it's a, probably a worse year. As you can get, and then you can suck for that. That being said, I know Jared's pick for this kind of same shit. Yeah. Like, I was upset about
2: the comeback player of the year because it's like, I get Justin Verlander. Like, you're coming back from Tommy John surgery. That has merit.
0: A second one. So let's, let's not just just broad brush. At the age of 39, your second Tommy John and
5: you're winning the
2: Cy Young Award and a World Series title. That's mm-hmm. all valid. Yep, for sure. Uh, so in the in the American League, I've I've got no qualms about Justin Verlander, but with Albert Pools, you're coming back from you, you just you sucked, and that's okay. It, <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun season to watch, but in the case of Mark Appel, are you going to? Is there going to be? A movie written about Albert Pujols' uh, comeback season? No, maybe his hey, whole career. Maybe never. his whole career as a whole. But Mark Appel just getting because someone was like, "Oh, he only threw ten innings. That's not a comeback." Yes, it is. Yes, it is. First round, first what? overall pick, and you, you, you flame out and you give up baseball, you quit, and then you come back and you make your way all the way to the big. Ba- it's, it's the journey. It's, it's not like. We're not talking about coming back from the year prior. We're talking about coming back from several years of adversity just to make it to the show. That's right. Is a comeback for the ages. So, Justin Verlander in the the American League, yeah, sure. Yeah. You're coming back from Tommy John, your second uh, clip at 39 to win the Cy Young and a World Series. Boom. Done. Open shut case. With Albert Pujols, we love Albert here. We're big fans of Albert Pujols. Winning uh anything.
4: I okay? I'm just out of
2: But we just we almost. also uh I think can appreciate a great story like with Pujols, That was a career story. This this well, he
0: won the he won the
5: award with the home run tear that he went on in in fucking LA. Or uh, in yeah. St. Louis, excuse me.
0: Like yeah. that's that's what this award was won on sure. is is Eclipsing the 700 mark and doing it in St. Louis. That was what won Albert the award. And that's, it's great. That's fine. Uh, It's a lovely story. It is. But to your point, Joe, about 10 years worth of suckage compiling itself. Imagine Mark Appel, an entire career's worth, you could say, of suckage to the point where he walks away from the game and has to get himself right. And he does. And, so
4: wait, is he coming back if he never was there in the first place? Ooh, he just got here. Good question.
0: No, no, he's, he's coming back because he's been here once and he's left. And now he's returning or he's coming back. So he's back now because he was here and he left. And when you leave somewhere and you arrive at that same place again, you have come back.
4: So that was did. in
0: the major leagues before this year.
4: No, no, no.
0: He's come back to baseball.
4: Yes. Come back to baseball. Yeah. Come back player so, of the year.
0: So he came back to baseball, got to the big leagues. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Because most people are expecting that. Like you said, Joey. Oh, you know, elbow, leg, whatever, back. Ah, fuck. Things aren't great. I hit 174 last year. This year, I'm back, baby. I hit 250, 260, I pop 25, 30, whatever, and that's typically where your where your eyeballs go. That's typically where the brain goes. But I can appreciate the Albert nod for the reasons I just discussed, but that also kind of tells me maybe this is why Mark Appel should have won it.
5: Hmm. hmm.
4: But Yeah, I I, I don't it, like that thought process that it has to be like, well, he just sucked. He didn't really come back. He was just bad last year. Now he's good this year. To me, that's what the comeback player of the year should be. The injury always seemed kind of cheap to me. Like, oh, the only reason you weren't good last year is because you got hurt and now you're not hurt. So obviously you're good. So, you know, but you
0: got to you got to make those adjustments, though. You have to make those like like for me, that's where the comeback player of the year has always sort of consisted of like you got to have a storyline attached to that. If it's just about you being better than you were last year, And people expect you to be good and you weren't, and now you are. Well, that's how shit is supposed to go. You're supposed to make adjustments. If it wasn't great last year, why? Identify it, get in the lab, get your shit together. I'll see you next season. Now we're handing you an award for making the adjustments. So I've always appreciated the underlying issues that accompany the comeback player of the year. You know, those are the things that. That I get excited what's the fucking uh, Daniel Bard I mean mm. come on Injury yips He's throwing shit over the center field wall Because he's not sure where it's going And and now he's back
4: Did Matt Matt sick should have win it every year Matt sick I can never because he He was out of baseball and he had the yips too He had the same shit So
0: I that, that was an that's where My That's where my brain goes when I think Comeback player of the year like alright they had a hurdle or two in front of them. Why? What was that? And what have they done since? How did they overcome that? How did they work through that? What adjustments was made or were made? Excuse me. So Verlander, everything we just said, Double TJ, Clip 39, Cy Young, World Series champ. Uh, yeah, you absolutely came back for sure. Nobody that was dealing with issues, even remotely close to, to yours, performed better than you you're the fucking guy. Pujols, phenomenal story. Is the guy going to get to 700? I don't know because he might as well be swinging a a wet fucking pasta noodle. Uh, Goes back to St. Louis. St. Louis is making a run. (gasps) Albert's hitting homers and is a part of that and now we've got history in our sights and this is a dude who struggled for 10 fucking years to do what we're seeing him do now in about a month and a half. Like, holy shit.
4: Exactly, That's absolutely bro.
0: got your attention. It's going to overshadow a guy like Mark Appel, whose story isn't as <clears throat> closely followed by the the average fan of baseball the way Pools' story was being promoted and shown and told. So I get it.
4: Yeah, they don't want that. They, they, that. they don't want the Appel story getting out. Yeah. Well, They're he's our comeback that. player of the year. Not mm-hmm. me, dude. You can, you. listen, listen, listen what you just said Albert Pujols, you said you know you like the storyline, crazy storyline came back, no one, no one thought he was gonna hit 700, except for me and it was a big hot take and everyone who said that was doing a hot take, so that's thing. then he comes back from being bad, that's comeback, comes back to St. Louis that's another comeback so that's two comebacks in one year and it was the biggest story of the year, Appel all power to him he can win it next year, dude. If he pitches good next year, he he can win it next year.
0: I don't, I don't know about we,
4: that. Appel, listen, he only pitched 10 innings. <laughs> next year, he's probably going to pitch like 50 innings and have like a 2-5 ERA. And then he can't win comeback player of the year, two years in a row. So, giving well, so, him now is kind of like a fucking punch in the face to him. Because so, you're going to want to give it to him next year when he actually performs. So let ability. him
0: win. So, so it's much better for Pell to win the comeback player of the year award, having just pitched better than he did the year before, as opposed to Mark Appel overcoming everything he did to get back into baseball and get to the big leagues. That
4: he's still over. No, he's oh, he's still overcoming shit next year when he becomes an all star. That's the real comeback. Oh, this year was just the teaser. Like he got back to the, he got into the league, which was good. That's a little bit of a comeback, but it's only half the just, comeback. You gotta let the story play out because next year t- it will be a big story.
1: This year, it's t- only
4: Jared who gives a fuck, honestly. About <laughs> hell. T- that's not tough true. crowd, Joe. Tough crowd. <laughs> that is fucked up. Dude. Yeah,
0: just dealing with some mental and emotional issues. You know, finding myself spiritually, uh, trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with life. You know, battling the <laughs> idea of like imposter syndrome and and all that. Uh, Joe's like, that's. That's cool, man. But I mean, so you got to the big leagues, fucking big, big deal, big, big fucking deal.
4: You got, you got to the big. Imposter syndrome,
0: bro. Talk to me in thirty years, bud. Let's see how this plays out. All right, talk to me in thirty years.
4: I've been thinking about that, like, look, dude. This guy, he came back from imposter syndrome.
0: It's fucking real.
4: It is real. Give him the comeback player of the year, dude. He didn't think he could do it. I won't him names. Like I said, I am the only one who's you are limiting this guy. Like all he is, like he's not the number one draft pick in the world, like he's just some fucking schmuck. I'm telling you right now, next year when he goes off, you'll be sorry that you gave him comeback player of the year the year before when he didn't show earn it 100% like he will next year. Oh, it's tough love from Joe.
0: It is, man.
2: Brutal. If we got Mark it's Capel, tough. if we got Mark Capel on the podcast, <laughs> would you keep that
4: same energy? Yeah, I would, he would agree with me. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't deserve comeback player of the year this year. I, I love Albert because, you know, <laughs> of course he would say that. You think so? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. He responded to my tweet with a sad face when I said Mark Capel not winning this award is, is a tragedy.
4: Yeah, yeah, that tells you everything you need to know. He did a sad face like he's not going to go out and be public guy like I should have won he's a fucking hard worker and and you know what i mean <laughs> and
3: and you know like, what i mean
4: he's like a blue collar like you know what i'm saying like one bootleg type of guy at a time guy then <laughs> next year it's just gonna be like
5: his year next year yeah it's obvious okay look
4: he's trending upwards yeah Every year he's trends, trends upwards. How old is? Which he? is tough to do with people like you pulling him back. Exactly. Okay. The f- All right. <laughs> oh, I could say the same thing about. You. I could say the same <laughs> thing about you and Albert Pujols and be like, "Wow, uh, Albert Pujols apologist. You probably, you probably one of these people who think he's cheating." You probably think he's on steroids, and that's how he came back, and that's why you don't want to give him the award because you think, oh, he's this is, can't be happening. He's definitely on steroids. Something's up with the baseballs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some bullshit like that to a legend. Dallas is a big baseball
2: uh, conspiracy theorist for sure. Oh yeah, well, I don't even know what to be a conspiracy theory. It's just kind of the truth.
0: Thank you. This there's, there's a reason.
5: There's difference theories haven't been proven. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas has done the research. With help. I've rolled up the sleeves. Yeah. I've gotten hands on balls.
0: <laughs> I've had other people get their hands on my balls. Yep. We've we've done
5: the dirty work. Mhm. Mm. There you let's, let's go. How many of per, those perfect game balls you got? Mhm. I got a few.
4: Let's tear those apart, dude. And see how fun. You have
0: multiple <laughs> baseballs from G- the perfect game? Huh? How'd you get them? Yeah. I, um, well, I, I had, I actually, I think I have two, if I'm, if I'm totally honest. Final out. Um, yeah. And it's a crazy story how I got that one. Um, and uh, the, the one I had just in my locker from the game, authenticated, our clubby gave it to me. What, like, I think everybody's, what was got the significance one. of the
5: ball? Just a ball from the per- from a perfect game, hmm. so they're all, you know, uh, which call? It? Why why can I not authenticate? Fucking word! Yeah, thank
0: you, Jesus Christ! Yeah, they're all authenticated, so they all got the sticker and they were on our chair. But the sec the the actual the last out, <laughs> I was that was for the folks who know the story about me taking my entire uniform. And walking into the clubby's office where there's fucking Billy Bean, there's two authenticators. It's like a it's like a fucking drug deal going down. And I've got this ball that's not wrapped up, not anything. It's just like in my pants pocket
3: mm-hmm.
0: of this uniform. And I've unfold all the shit and they're checking belts, socks, hats, they're you know, zapping all the authentication stickers. And, uh, I pull the ball out of the pants and I'm, I'm honestly, I'm flipping the ball up in my hand while they're fucking snapping all these, uh, or they're buzzing all these stickers and the authenticator looks at me and goes that. And I go, Oh, it's just a, I said, it's just a ball. And I handed it to him and he's like, it's got a sticker on it. And he goes, and it was great because he handed it to me and he goes, this one's going to stay with you. So it was discussed that everything that I was bringing was going to the team. But the authenticator took that ball and said, this one's going to go home with you. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, that was the final out. Mm. So
5: I was like, oh, that's where it went. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't the final out. What's that? I was like, that wasn't that. that you lied. No, no, it was the final out.
0: It was final out number twenty
4: That probably wasn't even the final out. Where's it out? You got probably never. You, you probably never even got the last out. How about that? How about state that? Says, <laughs> you probably only got twenty six outs. Mm.
0: No, Kapler sawdust. Appreciate you.
2: Do you uh do you keep it in a safe or is it displayed?
5: Uh, it's in a safe. Mm. Yep. What do you think that would get oh, on the open market right now? Like 150. That's it. 150 bucks.
4: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe <It's> fucking... <laughs> 200 bucks. I,
0: I don't know. I mean, uh, there's only 23 baseballs like it, right?
3: hmm.
2: Do you know where the others
5: are? The other final outs.
2: Yeah, like I'm sure that there's uh, there's got to be some in the Hall of Fame.
5: I would think so. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't know. I mean, I you know back in the day, like Larson, like what what, what are we? You know what's going on there, right? What happened with that one? Like I don't think that they with? have
2: like authenticators standing by.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Trust me, that's one. That's my next goal is to somehow acquire a baseball with all of the signatures from guys who had one really good day at work.
2: Don't you have like a bunch of them on one
0: baseball? I do, but they're not no, no. The only one that, no, I have Roy Halladay and Mark Burley. Okay. Because we're all within the calendar year of each other. And I wanted a ball where I me, my name is on the sweet spot, and Mark Burley
5: and Roy Halliday are not. <laughs> just for my own peace of mind, right? Yeah, got it. Yeah, I think it'd be so cool still, to I- have like, uh,
2: like even if it was just every pitcher who's thrown a perfect game, if if it wasn't on one ball, to just have them all on one. Separate baseball, just like have them all in a line and in chronological order, would be cool.
0: Well, it's it's cool. I, I like I have looking at those balls. Like I I still like I am I'm very weird about signing that shit because I, you know I, I, I legitimately and literally I don't want to devalue the baseball, mm-hmm. and. I am very careful about where I sign those balls. Like, I will not sign a ball. Like, give me the lowest, the smallest fucking space. I'll sign right there. I'll sign right there. Like, I, I, I don't need to be... I shouldn't be next to any of these other, you know, big names that you're going to be looking for when you have that ball. And the balls are really cool because you can tell that everybody has, in some way, just tried to make space but you can also tell who knows that they don't need to really be making space, mm-hmm. and I love that. I, I I love that.
2: Yeah, I think it was like 2019, maybe when the A's were in town. We came out of Fenway. There was someone who was uh, came up to you outside and had a baseball that he was working on. Of all the signatures, the perfect game throwers, and he ha- he had a decent amount on. there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he had like, yeah, that dude had like fucking, he had like 15 or 16 names on there.
2: Yeah. Does any part of you, when you sign that, be like, I don't know, like you're, I I think you, you obviously have like the diehard collectors, but with each infinity stone that that guy collects, it's like that the price of the ball just keeps going up and up. It's like, I'm just putting, I'm helping to put a shit ton of money in your pocket if you ever decide to sell a baseball that has every signature of every perfect game thrower on. it,
0: Yep. Like what, Uh, what do you, if
2: with every single perfect game signature, what do you think that baseball goes for?
0: Oh man. Like uh, there's a lot of things that impact that, like, you know, condition of the ball, condition of the autographs. Are they legible? Is there any bleeding going on with any of the older autographs that has so much to do with the value, but let's say, A perfectly minted pearl that is stored away in a environmentally controlled area. No
5: sunlight exposure. But like, yeah, that ball, that ball is a, that's a six figure piece of memorabilia. Huh? Yeah, I could see that. I don't know where Joseph went. He's gone. Well, didn't he? He had to go at like 10. Oh, he did? Right? Thought uh, so. Yeah, you have to go. Thought over. that's what he said. That, yeah. Uh, interesting. All this talk yeah. about selling stuff makes me think of Shopify, though. Slang it.
0: Oh, yeah. Shopify is about to, about to have their tits lit up lit here in the next 48 hours. Up. Uh, it's time to knock that new
2: business idea out of the park, Dallas. I know you've been talking about all the businesses that you had in mind Uh, with Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Forget the off-season work. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling warm-ups or wall hangers, it's time to start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build the relationships that create diehard fans. Shopify fields all the sales channels to grow a winning business from in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is on your team every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world score their first sale with Shopify. And you can too. Shopify is the secret to becoming a business champion by making it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere, taking the guesswork out of selling. When you're ready to take your winning idea to the world, team up with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe try out shopify for free today and start selling anywhere sign up for a free trial at shopify.com jared that is shopify.com jared to start selling
5: online today shopify.com jared um all right uh i think
2: we covered a wide range of topics i know that um
5: the Phillies The Phillies are still red hot on Trey Turner right now. The Phillies I don't know if you saw this, Dallas. The
2: Phillies extended Dave Dombrowski through 2027. Three years.
0: Um, that was quick. What, what does that mean? Does that, does that mean that in 2028? the Phillies are going to have, like, a, a a peanut vendor and maybe someone who's working in merchandise left on the roster? Uh, it means by
2: 2028, the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, where are they at right now in terms of payroll? I was going to say that they'll have a top well, five payroll, but I feel like they might already be in the
0: conversation. They could. So. Could they have a ring in the next five years? Yes. I I feel like if I'm telling you that they're not going to have anybody left in the next five or the next three years,
2: they're number seven.
0: Then there's got to be a ring that comes along with that.
2: All right. So then put it there. That's what Davey Doms does. By the end of the 2027 World Series,
5: will the Philadelphia Phillies have their first World Series title since 2008? Yes or no? yes Ooh. Yes. okay yeah uh, yeah why not why not why not why not i mean this is what the this is what this guy does
2: he do be doing shit like that
5: yes
0: yes and no but yes i mean it's been a while since this happened look i i get it like because w- w- early what was it like fucking the marlins yeah, jim I was gonna say GM of the Marlins. Was that ninety seven? Ninety eight? Ninety seven. Somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, let's look and at it. And then his he limits. did
0: it again. What's that? I,
2: he should have done it with Detroit. Like those yes. Tiger teams, like 13, oh 14, those should have uh those should have ended in World Series titles. Uh he was yeah, with the Marlins him. uh from ninety one to two thousand and one. So They won again two years after he had left to go to Detroit. But he did have a World Series in uh, 97. Obviously, no luck with the Chicago White Sox. But then you have the Detroit Tigers from 2002 to 2015. And those Tigers teams, towards the end, those were World Series caliber teams. Yes. Yes.
3: Like like 13 and
2: 14 were some of the best. Like we talked... Jay Hay, who can't wait to talk to Jay Hay again soon. Um, but we, Jay Hay, Dallas, and myself, we would suck the dick clean of the Philadelphia, the tour. Tw- was it 2010 or 2011 that had Cliff Lee, Roy Oswald, Roy Halliday? And 10. that was 10. Mm-hmm. The 2010 Phillies being the best team to never win a championship. I, I would put the 13-14 the Tigers in that conversation as well.
0: Well, yeah. they had. I mean, they had the same type of shit. They had firepower offensively. They had horses on the bump. They had every reason to be a world champion, and it just didn't work out. Every reason. They could have been there. So that's why I look at the track record of Dave Dombrowski and you know, tongue-in-cheek say that you're not going to have much left after the fact, but it's because he's willing and dealing, trying to make the big league club better, not only better but bring them to a championship caliber level of performance. And he's just not afraid to make maybe the unpopular decision and getting rid of guys that you've probably had circled as impact guys later down the road. And he's saying, well, you know what? I don't know that I'll be here later down the road. I'm here to build a winner right now. And right now, I have an idea of what these dudes could fetch us. So this is how we're going to go about it. That's what he's done, and he's had success doing that. And it feels like for the Phillies to be, you know, creeping ever closer to that point. Maybe it's not a player decision that gets you over the hump right away. Maybe it's bringing Davy Dobbs in and extending him and giving him and everybody else around him the knowledge and the understanding that we're going to be here for a little while together. We all now have a window. How do we either keep this window open or how do we win in this window? Because after it's shut, cool, we're gone. Doesn't matter. But in this time period, we need to accomplish some things. Who's going to help us do that? Enter Dave Dombrowski or extend Dave Dombrowski. And they have.
2: I just think it's interesting how Dave Dombrowski won a World Series for the Boston Red Sox and was fired less than a year later. Dave Dombrowski gets the Phillies to a World Series, loses, and gets a four-year extension.
0: Well, that's, I mean, you know, managing up, managing down, even as a general manager, you still have to be able to move laterally there, and what I'm getting at is maybe relationships with ownership weren't at an all time high and maybe some decisions made just didn't resonate and didn't settle. Weren't as palatable for the uh, upper levels of ownership as you would have liked. And so how do they respond? Thank you. I mean, it's Jim Cron it's Jim crane, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Great. You, you, won, you won a world series. I don't know that I was in love with all of the decisions that you made to get us here. Appreciate it. I think we can essentially duplicate our success whether you're here or not. So thanks for coming because I don't think you're worth what you're asking for. And Jim Crane is going to stick to his stick to his guns on that one. So GM leaves. Dusty's hanging out for a year. And you're kind of, you're almost forcing people or maybe in his mind, he's thinking now I'm going to create a level of hunger, a level of thirst amongst the front office. Who wants that job? Who wants to be the next guy or girl that can come in here and do the job to the point where I extend them instead of making decisions That have me looking at this as a World Series champion at the end of the season and still
5: thinking we could get more somewhere else. Right. Or we could go a different route. That's just, that's a weird place to be. You mentioned the Houston Astros a little bit there, Dallas. Did you see that the Astros received the biggest postseason shares in MLB history? Um, tendons. Uh-huh. The six games, the playoffs. Yeah, like if you
2: were, yeah. uh, if you were like a like a clubby, some of them were taking home like a hundred k. Fuck yeah, uh, that's huge. Houston huge shares this year are worth five hundred sixteen thousand three hundred forty seven dollars each, thanks to a record players pool of one hundred seven point five million. Up 19% from last year's pool of ninety point five million. The previous record for a postseason share came in twenty seventeen when the Astros cashed in four hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred and one uh and fifty-seven cents each for winning the World Series. Uh and I think I saw uh,
3: yeah, it like, was like, like you're, you're, you're taking home, like
2: six figures for like the fucking bad boy and shit.
0: For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Like you get a chunk of change and you decide how many shares are created from that chunk of change. So just think 26 off top for each member on the active roster. A share to anybody else who spent time
5: on the roster. And then from there, you start slicing the pie up. Head clubby, maybe he gets a whole share. Maybe
0: the players vote. To split a share amongst four bat boys, or you know, whatever, random front office people who, in their world, in their network, were were really doing work, were carrying water, and maybe they get broke off. So, yeah, there's a, a thousand different ways that this stuff gets gets divvied up. But I love it. Just think about, would you say the share over half a mil? Mm-hmm. When I broke in. That was $100,000 more than league minimum. So making three ninety eight dollars or whatever it was, league minimum for me. And you go to the DS, and you get a share. You go to the CS, you get a share. You go to the Series, you get a share. So going to the playoffs, clearly one of the most lucrative things that can happen to a guy. And if you're a young dude, you want to talk about Setting yourself up, putting you in a different class out of the
5: gate. Yeah. Make a deep run of the postseason your first couple of years. Mm. Good Lord. So to these Astros. <clears throat> you can hate on that organization all you want, but
2: they're doing a lot of things right. They're winning baseball games. They're paying out their, their players, the clubbies, everyone. Everyone's getting a little piece of the pie and at record numbers. Uh, Houston Astros fans, I know that, what was it, like a a few episodes ago, I think it was during the playoffs, um, where I said, I I don't even really know how many Astros fans listen to the podcast besides Freddie, that fucking uh, insufferable (laughs) but lovable Astros fan. I got a lot of Astros fans reaching out, being like, Yeah, I'm an Astros fan. I don't listen to the podcast. There's a lot of reasonable Astros fans. There's a lot of crazy ones out there, but there's also a lot of reasonable ones too.
0: I so think that's credit that. to our balanced approach throughout the most turbulent time of an Astros fan's life
5: over the past few seasons. Yeah. Measured and calculated analysis. Mm-hmm. We were fair. Totally unbiased. Yeah, we yes. were fair.
2: While everyone else was trying to get rage clicks, we were just like, all right, everyone needs to calm the
0: fuck down. Yeah. Understand it's happening elsewhere and understand that in a couple years when things disperse and there's uh, maybe two of the same players on the team later, like you're going to realize, all right. I said I, it I, I, I said it
2: in fucking 2019 because Evan Drellick was the one that broke the story and he's the one that wrote the report about the Red Sox using the video room. I was like, isn't it just interesting that Evan Drellick covered the Astros and then he covered the Red Sox and those were the two teams that got caught doing something? Don't you think it's it's the fact that those were his sources were and it's not that those were the only two teams that were doing some shady shit? Uh, not that what the Red Sox are doing was on the same level as the Astros. The Red Sox are barely doing anything at all. It's just using the video room. But uh, mm. don't you think that if Evandrelic covered the Dodgers and the Cubs that the story would have been about the Dodgers and the Cubs? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. 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 So it is what it is. It's in the past. I think uh, you know,
2: they're always going to get booed. The Astros and they're always going to get hate. Even probably, I, I guess it's going to have to wait until, like, we're, we're now starting to see that new core, like the Jeremy, the Mister Penas of the world, who are. Yep. How the fuck could you hate Mister Pena? You see this dude? He's just like in. I don't even know. <laughs> it's like a fucking Arby's or something. He's in the drive-through and he's <sighs> he's got like a crowd. I, this this was a sight to see. I don't. Did you see this clip, Dallas? What the Mister Pena clip? Yes. No. So he was in it. I can't. remember. I don't. I think it was more of like a local joint. I could be wrong. Is it on the tweet box? Yeah, it was. It was like a week ago. Like it wasn't like super, super recent. Uh, But he was basically in like the drive through window and just handing out
0: meal, taking orders and handing out meals. Oh, yes. I saw that. I saw him working at what uh, raising canes. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I saw that. So he was
2: doing that and regular customers are coming through the drive through. But on the other side of the drive-thru, you've got hundreds of screaming Astros fans going nuts yeah. for this guy. Yep. That's cool. Like the fact that Fuck, the, yeah. the World Series is over, baseball season's over. It's Texas. They love their football down there. But the fact that they were standing there screaming like a bunch of teenage Backstreet Boys fans outside the studios of TRL. We love to see that as baseball. fans.
0: Love to see that. Love to see. Yeah, I'm sure you saw this. The reception for one Julio Rodriguez. Yes. The J Rod show. Yeah. The J Rod show comes home after taking MLB by storm, absolutely dominating. Hang with him, Mr. Pena. The rookie of the year voting wins
5: that handily, comes home and is celebrated like he just landed on the fucking moon. Incredible. Deserving. I believe
2: uh, I saw somewhere that Julio Rodriguez um, FaceTimed.
5: Was it? Did he FaceTime Michael Harris? He FaceTimed someone to like congratulate them. It might
2: have been. I mean, believable. He's class. That's a dude that, that believable. Like, the Mariners made the right choice. And I hope this doesn't become an old takes exposed. Mariners made the right choice making that guy the face of the franchise.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, he, he, he showed them everything that they want to see. I think he sh- he's shown everything you would want to see in somebody who you would be essentially putting the franchise on their back. Here's what's going to sell us. Here's essentially how we're going to be identified over the next decade is with the attitude, the drive, the way this young man approaches the game that's the brand of baseball we're going to be known for. Mm -hmm. And I I, I said this, like, he, he knows how good he is. He understands that. He knows how much better he can be, which is really scary to think about with dudes like him. And he is not letting his talent or the justifiable ego that could be present, he's not allowing any of those things to get in the way of him, embracing the love that he's receiving and also showing up and working harder than he did the day before. And I can see that shit. I watch that shit unfold watching this guy. Anytime you're, I mean, you know, 19 times a year, I get to watch the kid and it's not just watching him play the game. I'm there early watching these guys move around, going to the cage. What's the work in the cage look like early work, base running, like, he's checking all of these boxes. And, yeah, the, the Mariners Mariners nailed it. Nailed it. Because the dude, he, he is absolutely the kid who says, Sweet, I got breaded up. You know what's coming now? The biggest, brightest, loudest J-Rod show
5: you've ever, ever fucking seen. Time to get to work. I fucking, God, I love that yeah well before we get out of here i'm gonna tell you about tom brady's podcast if you haven't heard about it
2: uh if you want in-depth football talk straight from future hall of famers tom brady larry fitzgerald let's go every monday on let's go a serious xm podcast with tom brady larry fitzgerald and emmy award-winning journalist jim gray here championship perspective On the trending topics on and off the field, get expert analysis on the latest NFL action and find out what it takes to win seven Super Bowl rings. It's five time Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady and 11 time Pro Bowler Larry Fitzgerald at the microphone and unfiltered. If it's on their minds, it's on Let's Go. Plus, all season long on Let's Go. Here, the best guests in the podcast world from Oprah and Snoop Dogg to today's NFL stars. Listen to Let's Go with Tom Brady. Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray every Monday night through the 2022 2023 football season on Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Dallas, uh, I would like you to compliment me on my reading.
0: It's gotten better. It has gotten better. You've adopted Mm -hmm. Coriander. And from there, I feel like that was a moment where you decided, you know what? I'm not going to let the English language kick my ass anymore. Yeah. You're 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 not here for it. No. You're punching back. And it's right. it's yeah, it's visible. It's it's tangible. Yeah, I can I can feel it. There's there's a, there's more cadence to mm-hmm. me. There's confidence. I don't yeah. know if that's the coriander talking or not, but mm. whatever it is, I mean you're 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 making adjustments, Jared. You're you're starting to make adjustments within the at bat. Sure. I'm I'm reading important.
2: swings.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: You can learn That's a lot important. from a from a take. Yep, you
3: can so learn a lot
5: more. from a swing and miss. You know? You've done both. you have. Both. Hey, do we got any plans? You got any plans?
0: You, you got a Halloween tonight. You got a new set of bones. You got a new pad. Yeah, I'm not in there um, yet
2: though. It, still, still at Fenway. No? Still a Fenway. I don't close till uh, <clears throat> the day that we will live in infamy, it's December seventh.
3: Oh,
2: I close on the seventh. And uh, because I'm breaking my lease, I'm still going to have the Fenway apartment until mid January, which means I can, uh, I can take my time Crash moving pack. over there. Uh, I pack. will say this. It's a, it's a big place to furnish. And mm-hmm. a, a former... He's a current... He's, he's retired, but a, a Red Sox legend is remodeling his house. And he was like, You take your pick. You can just have a bunch of this fucking furniture because we're just getting rid of it. So I looked through it. There's some of it I could use. Some of it, maybe I wouldn't have hand selected. One of which is a couch that has butterflies on it. And I was looking at it and I was like, obviously, I don't want this. But what a conversation piece to have this in my house and people be like, what's the fucking deal? with this butterfly mm-hmm. couch, and I can just say, yeah, uh, make fun of me all you want. That belongs to X-Time World Series champion, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I want the butterfly couch now.
0: That might be the only no, thing that I take. That's where you take the ladies, Jared. Is, hey, right? Wipe, wipe your face, sweetheart. You got a little chow Mein left on there. But hey, when <laughs> we're done, we're going back. That's right. We're going to snuggle up in the cocoon. Yeah, She's going, what's what's the cocoon what's the cocoon yeah and, and you're going look <laughs> take a look in that mirror sweetie all right we know how things are starting out right here by the time you hit the bricks tomorrow morning you'll be that beautiful little butterfly all right? yeah but it's just going to take a trip to the cocoon mm-hmm. and then you walk in boom she's going to go oh my god look at this fucking couch Jared mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> it's got <laughs> fucking butterflies on it dude <laughs> why <What? laughs> Yeah, and then you could, and then she's gonna put it together. She's like, right. "Oh my god, am I the? Am, is this the? Am I the caterpillar? Is this the cocoon? Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking done, yeah. slam dunk, son.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's the plan. Also, I I haven't I haven't discussed this with you either. Every room in the house it's a it's a it's a big house, but every room is essentially accounted for except for the attic. Which is it's a finished attic grow room, but grow it's room. it's long grow and room. it's
0: spacious. How so, uh, how 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 like so how 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 high is the ceiling? Like, can you uh, or just tell me this? Can you walk around in there without having to crouch? Yeah. Oh fuck. So yeah. So you've got at least it's probably like eight eight feet eight foot ceilings. And I was gonna say at least five nine.
2: I'm five ten. Okay. Yeah, but they're probably like eight foot ceilings, and there's enough space if I wanted to, to like the the mound, the mound that I bought for LaSalle College. Uh-huh. I can put that mound in there and put uh-huh. up a net at the end and just put a plate and have like a stand in, and I could just like get get like a fucking a uh, TrackMan <laughs> in there and, and a radar gun, and I could I could start the 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 rebuilding of of my shoulder like i could be in the big leagues within the next couple of years because of that attic uh, that's what i might use it for because when when i was going around there they were like oh uh you know you don't have kids no no like you're, no one else moving into the house with you No. well you know just don't don't rush into making this room something that you don't actually want like you could do like a theater and i was like well i already have like a tv room i don't need a theater oh like why don't you do this and i was like no no, no i want that so uh, I, they were like well It'll come to you over time. I stood in there, I looked around for a while, and I was like, I could put one of those fucking I'm like astroturf mounds in here, and then set up a net on the other end, and just
5: fucking get a bucket of baseballs and get in throwing shape. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you could
0: definitely. I don't know if that's going to be maximizing the space. The space for you but well,
2: it's it's something to use the space for like eventually if i have kids it's like a great like play area for kids but i don't have fucking kids so it's now yeah, it's a play area for me
0: for you yeah <laughs> and you wouldn't even have to put a net up you could probably just throw that fucking oh, baseball okay. against the pane of oh, glass right. This shit will bounce back oh, okay. you'll be fine that's not true <laughs> that's not true and so you're gonna get a force plate track man yep you, you, you gotta throw up some edgies yeah yep get we a could probably you get that slow it down
2: see how much of those cameras those are like $50,000 cameras what those those like $50,000 cameras
0: yeah yeah it's fine though we're fucking come on <laughs> Talk, is this is the big leagues or not the fucking, talking about getting the show guy yeah you want it or not
2: maybe i'll see if if uh there's there's definitely people in the community that listen to the podcast. Maybe I'll see if they can like lend me some equipment.
3: Just and to
0: get a do You mean by lend you mean, hey, look, you're a multimillionaire. <laughs> I can have this, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, listen, you want to lend this to me and never see it again?
2: Right. You lending it to me so that I can make content in the attic
5: and then it's, you know, your logos are everywhere. There you go. Well, that's, that's exciting good. to hear. Yeah. That's exciting. You know what else?
0: You're going to need to hit tracks.
5: <laughs> yeah. I'm going yeah, to need all the data that I can get.
0: You need to hit tracks. Yeah.
2: Then I can I can probably make a compilation video to give to Pitching Ninja who can tweet it out. And maybe he can get me like a minor league deal somewhere.
0: Possible. Possible. Get you on the mustard app, Jared. Yep. Start to get
5: your mechanical Mechanics ironed out yep yeah what's the app that See? johnny Gomes got going um was it uh oh
0: not I forget not the one
5: name.
0: baseball one or one plus or one U something like that mm. i i know what you're talking about because i i fuck with it but yeah i don't even know the name.
4: jesus clean it up dallas
2: yeah jake you think i can make to the big leagues in two years
4: yeah, I mean, with that attic, I think you're shoo-in.
5: Yeah, <clears throat> that, with that attitude, you could absolutely. Oh, <clears throat> I'm gonna put a
2: podcast studio in there, full gym downstairs. You'll never see me again. It's it's gonna be a compound. Uh, I'm also <laughs> making a secret. You'll like this room, Dallas. Uh, I'm calling it the Edibles Room. Oh, so at the top of the stairs, there's a big landing. But uh-huh. it's like it's it's a space that someone super fancy would put like a carpet and like wall art and like a chair that no one fucking sits in. So what I'm going to do is have like a a huge ass like bookcase that opens up and then you go in. and It's like this like tight room with like, you know, like the like when you go to the restaurants and it's got like the the booth that like wraps around the wall. So we'll mm-hmm. have like a booth seating in there, I'm going to get like a like a cylinder coffee table and put one of those galaxy projectors in there. And then I'm going to yeah. put a record player in, and I'm okay. going to wallpaper the walls with like my favorite album covers. And it's, it's just going to be skin. Yeah. It's just going to be uh, it's going to be a secret room where you can just go just vibe out.
0: Can you, can you add a hookah? Sure. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Just throw one in there, throw a hook in there.
2: How much do those go for you? That could be my ah. housewarming gift. You can give me the hookah.
0: Low level. Entry level hookah. Oh, your, your housewarming gift is. It's already taken care of. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that at all. I
2: feel like you.
0: I don't like that at all. Like
2: you have not until you see the house. Like you should base.
0: Oh, no, first of yeah, all, it, first it, of it all, Dallas, you didn't ask
2: me what I need. <laughs> So the fact that you did I not inquire, you, you did not inquire, <laughs> nor did you see the house. So you're just. Jared, I got,
0: I got, I got boots on the ground. But you think I haven't? You think I haven't? You're throwing through that house.
2: A hail mary. <laughs> you're throwing hail marys with a blindfold on, and you're confident no. that you just threw a touchdown pass. That does not yeah. compute.
0: No, well, I'm mean, to you. It doesn't. I, yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I'm a veteran in this game. Who did you speak to, Dallas? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm very tech savvy, Jared, so I just you know, just doing some logging in and (laughs) next next thing you know, I got questions and I got answers to those questions. (laughs) Who did you talk to, Dallas?
2: Hey yo, what the fuck? (laughs)
0: oh
3: yes no yeah
2: (laughs) no
0: i don't like that at all oh fuck man i can't i can't tell you how excited i am for christmas no
3: (laughs) no you stay over there
0: oh it's gonna be so No, you
2: stay over there.
0: Oh, I can't wait. No,
2: I I don't <laughs> accept your gift now. I don't like that.
5: Oh, fuck.
0: Can I have a hint? <laughs> it's going to be so good. Can I have a hint? No, no, no. It's, it's It's
5: nothing. Nothing. Just something small, something for you to think of me. When you see it's 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 necessary. Okay, I I mean if yeah. if it's like a little
2: Dallas Braden statue, like I would I would put that in the entryway.
0: No, did I told you? Oh oh damn! Uh, uh, I gotta be careful how I say this. Okay. <laughs> um, long, 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 many years, many, 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 many years, thousands, really, of years. <laughs> Before I ever met my wife, who I love an insurmountable
5: amount. Beautiful, beautiful woman inside and out. I spent a all-star break mm-hmm.
0: with some friends Yeah, um, at a former teammate's house of mine. That mm-hmm. former teammate wasn't my teammate at the time. Because that teammate was traded really right after signing a deal that was supposed to keep him in Oakland for a little while.
3: Mm -hmm. Well,
0: that didn't happen. So he had to leave town, Mm -hmm. which meant his house was available.
5: Got it. And let's just say when that individual returned, there was a bobblehead of me
0: in every single room of this individual's house and it was (laughs) left there (laughs) secretly so that when this individual came back Mm -hmm. it was well known what had transpired in those rooms and Mm -hmm. there was my bobblehead so imagine walking into the laundry room five months later and you're packing shit up, and you go,
5: "Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Another one of the in my laundry room?
0: Are you fucking kidding? yeah? <laughs> just look right there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, bathroom in the garage. Book it. Yeah.
5: Is it, uh, is it uh? Is it <laughs> the <laughs> is it
2: the
0: bobblehead that I have? Um. No. No. It's a uh. <laughs> it's um It's one from the ports. It's a. Ah. It's a. It's
5: a minor league. Yeah. Stockton. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stockton ports. I've got some merch. That's right. You should do. Stockton represent. Well, you have yourself a. Who's who's cooking the bird? You're going home, right? Going to Ellen's?
0: No, I'm going to my godparents. Okay. But everybody's going to be there.
5: Everybody's going to be there. We keep it small on Thanksgiving. Good. Yeah. What do you guys do? You guys host?
0: Uh, no, we also, it's, uh, yeah, it's just going to be our small family. And then we've got some friends who come over early. Like mm-hmm. we'll probably uh, have some Bloody Marys, some mimosas, mm-hmm. get it going. And then I'll, uh, I'll get that. Also, I'll, I'll give that bird a bath in some mm-hmm. bubbling grease, mm-hmm. deep fry that bitch. Yeah. And then eat it ass first. Yeah. I will remove the uh, the Blue Moon beer bottle though, for sure. Yeah, I mean you got to
2: take the bottle out, but you still
5: you still let that that Blue Moon drain in the ass. Mm. Just gobble that fucking! thing. I can't wait.
4: Yeah,
2: Jake, what are you doing?
4: I'm getting some Chinese food with the boys, and then hitting the bars.
2: Where where <laughs> are you getting Chinese food?
4: In Swamp Scott.
2: Oh, so it's not going to be good. It's all right. Wow. Well, if it's, wow. not, if it's not Kowloon. It's
0: not the loon. You know what That's pisses bad. me off, Dallas? Hold on. You know what? What? what uh... Yeah. Okay. Tell me what pisses you off first. Well, it's, we're get to well it. it's my fault,
2: really. And partly your fault, too. Uh, well. Kowloon is supposed to be the Thanksgiving Eve spot for Saugus High graduates. Sure. But I think we've hyped up Kowloon so goddamn much that now every fucking town goes there. It's going to be Saugus, <laughs> Linfield peabody georgetown like all these fucking towns it's like what you guys don't have your own bar like you don't have like a dive bar in your town like why are you coming to kowloon and then you you think about it for a second it's like wait now everyone knows about kowloon because of the rock john cena jared Carabas, dallas Braden. like yeah. people uh, keep uh, shouting out Andy's kowloon got- from the fucking rooftops and now everyone wants to go there it's fu- it's nuts Andy- good thing i mean obviously. Like me and Andy, have the closest relationship of anyone on this podcast, and I have a table, so I'm I'm all set. I know where I'm going to be tonight without any issues, not waiting in any lines. I am nope. not going to have to wait for any drinks at the bar. I will have a table, and I'm inviting only the people that I want to be sitting with me at said table. I wish that you could be there, I, both of you. But
0: I think that Andy needs to to take a page out of uh, out of the soccer playbook and. Look, if you're if you're not from Saugus, yeah, you gotta relegated. fucking sit over there. And if you're from Peabody or or whatever West Chesterton, Fieldville, or whatever fucking fucked up name of a town you got out there, <laughs> like you, you can't sit here. You gotta sit over. You gotta sit with those folks. All right. Mm-hmm. I think that I, it's just it's fair. It just makes the most sense, especially on a night like tonight,
2: It's Thanksgiving right. Eve. Everyone's supposed to go to their local towny bar. Yes. How is your, if you're from fucking Peabody, how is your local townie bar, Kowloon and Saugus? It's not. Go home. Unless, you know, you're a girl.
3: I, uh, <laughs> so
0: that's I. one thing I do miss now about being a transplant here in Simi Valley, where I live, mm-hmm. is I don't know where that bar is here locally. Isn't like the
2: local like average age in Simi Valley like seventy-six? <laughs> no, no. Isn't Simi Valley like the 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 Naples of the West Coast?
0: <laughs> it is definitely not. That's what Naples. I heard. That's
2: what a lot of people have been saying <laughs> of that. the West Coast. It's it's like our, a uh, it's like a senior center retirement uh, town.
0: No, there's a portion of our community that is that yes, there's probably some some older folks, mm-hmm. but like in in the community we live in, no, there's you know young families. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you, I just don't you know.
2: Live with your grandmother.
0: I don't. you still do. I still yeah. live with my grandmother. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. I I just don't know where that watering hole is. Where you walk in and you you like you know you're in the right spot when you walk in and there's 15 people in your line of sight. And like seven of them, you're like, I don't want to fucking. And then the other half, you're like, Hey, there, there. But now I got to. fuck. Yep, I'm here. This Mm -hmm. is this is the right spot. This is where I was supposed to be. Yeah.
2: Every year, I think I've been saying for seven years now. Like I at the end at the end of towny night, I take a look around. I'm like, This is it. This is the last one. Just want to take it all (laughs) in. Like by next year. By next year, I'll probably have a girl that I'm gonna end up marrying, <laughs> having, starting a family with, <laughs> and then I show up the next year, single, yeah. just ready to take on the night, and and I'll I'll have the same moment tonight. i will be like, you know what, I just Is got it? a house, uh-huh. you know, I love this new job that I got. Like things are really falling into place. And so then as
0: you're going as you're going through that you're going to feel somebody come up and bump into you and you're going to turn and go, and then she's going to go, is this where, um, can we go see the cocoon you've been telling me about? Huh? I, heard, I heard you got a new cocoon. Huh?
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's what it is. Dallas. Every year. I mean, it's everyone should have hope, right? Like everyone should wish upon a star that eventually yeah you know, you'll get the last piece of the puzzle. It just so happens that I have that moment on Thanksgiving Eve every year. I'm like, all right, next year, things are going to be different (laughs) and they aren't, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Because Jared, science tells us that stars eventually burn out and you're just staring into a deep, dark, black abyss anyway, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So wish upon a star, pick the right one. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you know, just a Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you next year. Right back (laughs) here, Colin. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you enjoy yourself. Cool. Uh, What uh, do we have a pair of shoes picked out for tonight?
2: I have no idea what I'm going to wear because I was just uh, I was just on the road for ten days, so my mom hasn't had the opportunity to do any of my laundry, so I (laughs) don't know what's clean. I'm going to have to. You don't go. You don't go
0: buy a new outfit for tonight.
2: So I, I, I was thinking a few months ago, I bought a cashmere sweater that I've been dying oh, to bust fuck. out.
0: What what an
2: asshole. I've been what dying
0: complete
2: to bust out ass- my cashmere sweater. It's like, uh, it's like North Carolina tar heel blue, which I love oh. that color of blue.
0: Trying so, to get the eyes to pop.
2: Yeah. So I'm thinking yep. maybe I go that route. I, I got a pair of sneakers that, that go with it. I've only worn those a couple of times. The the sneaker list. Well, you got lifts, some suede, you got suede
0: fours? Some suede ones? What do you got?
2: Um, I don't even know what they're fucking called. They're the they're the sneakers that I bought on the um, the sneaker shopping episode that I did with Christian Royal. Like a pro and sn 360. Check it out. These right here. They're like multicolored.
5: Which I like. I like. I like funky colors. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Got some purples, Touches. some greens, some blues, some grays. You like that. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll
0: see if I go cashmere at the Kowloon tonight. I don't know. Cashmere. I told my wife, uh, like on our first anniversary, <laughs> I told her, you know, the only reason that we're even sitting here today. Is because I wore a cashmere sweater on our first date, and before we went out, we took our dog. It was her dog at the time; she had just rescued a little pit bull puppy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We took her for a walk, and she was just so excited. She's a little puppy. She jumped up on me as we're we're taking her in the house to to drop her off, so we can go go out. And she jumped up and like bit the bottom of my sweater and fucking ripped it with her fucking dog tooth. And it took everything in because I am so like, if I got a rip or something like that, like for me, crumble the fucking thing up, burn it, throw it away. I'm never wearing it again. Get it the fuck out of my face. I'm now pissed. And I had to go through all of that emotion, like first date with my fucking dream girl and I'm like, this bitch's dog seriously just bit this. Do you know how much this fucking sweater cost? I don't spend money on shit like this. No. At all.
5: No. And this yeah. fucking thing is toast now.
0: Fuck that. You're not a she better. She better come
5: fucking correct. Mm. Still have that sweater.
2: Someone, someone uh, responded to my tweet about that. I have pretty cool news to share on baseball is dead. And someone responded. Tyler said... Uh, Jay Hay, the boys are, are the boys back?
5: And Jay Hay just liked it. He didn't respond oh. to me through the like. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Uh-oh.
2: I did see that tweet. You see that tweet? Jay Hay said, uh, he's available. I did. Mm-hmm. He said, update, very available to do baseball podcasts. Now, if anyone wants to do that, do you, do you want to do that?
5: I would be down to do that with Jay Hay. Specifically? With Jay Hay. Specifically? Yeah. Have you seen him recently? I have not seen him
0: physically.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We, have, we have definitely exchanged words. We've conversed. We have kept up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to remember, I knew Jay Hay and his wife. Way back. Long one. before. The four-letter
2: network that- days.
0: Yes. Yes. So, I mean, for the folks who aren't aware, Jay Hay was, was the one who I said, look, dude, Got this opportunity, uh, some, some fucking kid off sock space or some <laughs> shit. You ever heard? I don't fucking know. Well, he's got a, he's doing a podcast or whatever. He doesn't look like the worst. Um, I did look like the worst. That was the problem, though. <laughs> couldn't, it, couldn't it need some help. Mm-hmm. No, I, I showed him the. Yeah, you're, you're right. I showed because I showed him the picture. He's like, who are you talking about? And he was like, oh, well, Dallas. I was, you know, if I'm gonna be leaving ESPN with you. I would be thinking about, you know, maybe long term. This this kid the picture <laughs> you're showing me looks like looks like he's probably at the end of it. If if you know what I mean. Are you sure this isn't a make a wish thing? I was like, "No, no, 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 this is it's going to go on." Like mm-hmm. it'll be a he's like, "Are all right because fucking butthole eyes, like are you sure you want to I was tired. He trusted me. You tried, sure? Yeah. <laughs> Still are. And <laughs> yeah. everything everything worked out. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a writer. He is a fucking writer, but he, he is. and his beautiful wife, Allie, just welcomed a baby girl into, into this world a little while ago. So, a belated congratulations publicly to Jay Hay, but uh, I would love,
5: absolutely love to sit down and talk baseball with that man. Oh, just, just thinking about the opportunity, just...
0: <laughs> From fucking six to midnight. Yeah.
3: Oh!
2: Yeah, I think people would be really excited. and I think what's even more exciting is he's been off the air with us for, what, two years now? Like more than two years? That yeah. was like pre-pandemic almost. Yes. He's been off the air with right us for a while, so I think it would be also very fun to expose Dr. Claw to a whole new audience. <laughs> they'll, they'll be like the, the OGs that know Jay Hay people will freak out like if and when he he does or is able oh, yeah. to come back um but then just exposing him to all the listeners that we've picked up since his departure would be very exciting it's
0: yeah it and he would like it because
2: it's Jay very someone intelligent like, like the first, so one of my buddies musician he loves music never got into pink floyd so as a 32 year old man i had the privilege of ah. giving him his first dark side of the moon experience, like putting oh. it on the TV and yeah. just like listen, like seeing it, like him being like, it's, it, it's, like, it's like those videos, like when the babies get the, the hearing aid and they hear sound for the first time and they're like,
0: <gasps> oh, it's so cool. Yeah. So, so, like cool.
2: giving him his first dark side of the moon experience, it'll be very fun to give baseball fans, if this is the case, their first Jay Hay experience.
0: Yeah. That, that is, and, and trust me. It's an experience and when you get to <laughs> yeah. when you get to know Jay Hay and understand <laughs> Jay Hay, yeah. it's great. Because I love I mean there's few things I love more than fucking with him, especially when he's when he's got a bone. Like mm-hmm. when he's ready to when he's ready to fucking go and he's got takes and he's dropping knowledge and stats and historical references and blah blah and you get him fired up. I oh, I love nothing more. Nothing more than him having to decide whether or not he's going to stoop down to our level, <laughs> or if he's going to going to keep the train moving and mm.
5: and be intelligent. Yeah. Yep. That would be great. Well, that's that's something that I'd be very thankful for if it happened to be the case. Yes. Well,
0: as we said before at the beginning of this podcast, I, Jared, Jake. Young Joseph, we're all very, very thankful that you guys have rode with us all season long. For the folks who have been here for a while, still the same message. All love, nothing but it. We're not here doing this if it's not for you guys. Much appreciated. Very much appreciated. For the new riders, appreciate you. Hope it's been fun. Things are going to continue to get better. Yeah. Believable?
5: Fucking believe it. But thank you. Thank you very much. We out.